Episode 142 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Lotus Stark. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. Nice, nice. If you want to kick it with us, you can find us on our group, which is growing. We're almost to 100 members. It's amazing. Uh, Slowly but surely. Uh, You can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash open your toys. Or you can find our website at OpenYourToys.com. That website at the top is going to have a link to the show notes. There you can find everything we're going to talk to, links to all your favorite fan sites. Um, And more importantly, in those show notes, you can find links to subscribe to the podcast through your RSS reader, through iTunes, through Google Play. You can find our link to Stitcher Smart Radio. You can find the link to the Facebook page if you're not really a group person, don't want to conversate, but just want to know when show's coming out. Go like us or follow us at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. And we have a Twitter, it's at openyourtoys, and an Instagram, it's at openyourtoys. And we got an email, it's team at openyourtoys. And we have a voicemail, that's right, a voicemail. That you can text. So if you want to just text, you can do that. It's 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right. Mr. Reliable. Mr. Always here. Mr. Always on time. I can't even say that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Where can they find you, Mr. Stark? I'm definitely in the Facebook group. Uh, I'm also over at my YouTube channel. Just look up Lotus Stark on YouTube, and you can watch some stuff that that I collect. So I always made fun of the gloves, and uh, and I totally didn't realize, even though I'm sure you've brought it up like every time, but uh, I had totally forgotten at least that that what uh, oil does to chrome. Mm-hmm. Especially since you've been doing GoBots of late, they are very chromey. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, no, even if you wash your hands, you know, you're still your your skin just has natural oil. So um, I just I wear the gloves to protect, 
you know, whatever it is I'm touching. A lot of my statues have a have a matte finish on there, so you don't want to transfer any of that oil to the matte, you know, paint. So, um, yeah, various reasons, the chrome, the, the paint, you know, all that, so. Hell yeah, still scare me with those razor blades, though. <laughs> yeah, they're actually pretty dull, and I think that's the reason why I'm too cheap to buy a good razor blade, so. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, uh, we're hoping Vern will be joining us tonight. Um, it's the, uh, first really hot day out where he's from and, uh, he does building maintenance. So HVAC stuff. So he thought he might be out on calls, but we're getting pretty late in the evening. So we're hoping he'll, he'll come home and want to talk some toys, um, but we'll see how that goes. So we're going to go ahead and get started here. And then we will uh, make a decision later. So you may or may not hear Vern later. This may or may not be recorded on the same day. Uh, I may or may not be wearing the same underwear throughout this entire episode. So who knows? Don't tell him any of these secrets. <laughs> yeah, this will all be a seamless experience for you, the listener. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at, uh, facebook.com slash open your toys. I'm at slick McFavorite on Twitter and Instagram, and you can uh, get me good old email at slick at open Oh, Hey, now, Mr. Stark, what are you drinking? Not that it's going to surprise anyone. I'm sure. Right. But. It's just LG fridge water. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, if you're a first time listener, I think I think you have drink you have been on what over I, thirty episodes now. I don't I don't know. And I and I think you've been not drinking LG fridge water like once or something. Yeah, and then it yeah. was like Sprite or something. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, me, I try to switch it up, but I'm not sure if I'm switching it up or not. Uh, we did a big. Uh, we did a big uh, Trader Joe's alcohol run, so I've just been drinking Trader Joe's beer for the like the last uh, uh, three or four weeks now. So I may have had this or I may not have, but I am drinking Drive Through Red, a dry hopped red ale, seven point two alcohol units per volume, forty two. IBUs, so it's a little stronger than I'm used to, but um, uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, hops or IPA, really, or IPAs, which are extremely hopped up. Um, but I do like a good red, even if it is a little hoppy. And this one says, inspired by the majestic drive through Chandler Giant Sequoia Tree. Our drive-through red ale is layered with rich multi-body and dry-hopped with noble tatang hops. So yeah, it's good. I I really dig it. Like I say, uh, forty-two is is right about my limit. I don't like to go over uh, go over fifty, and so it's it's got a nice red flavor to it without being too strong. Cool. Uh, if you got a Trader Joe's, where you're at, go check this shit out. It's like ridiculous. Like their beers are anywhere from like four to seven dollars a six pack, so you can't beat that. 
All right. Well, let's get into some fucking con news. Um, first up, TFC Toronto put their tickets on sale. So uh, if you're in the Toronto area, probably one of the best conventions you can go yeah. to. Um, expect, I guess if you're a Star or if you're a Transformers fan, if you're a Star Wars fan, eh, maybe not. But. Um, ooh, look at this new this year in order to help to reduce the bottleneck of people looking to purchase exclusives in the dealer room on Saturday morning. TFCon is offering a premium ticket option to purchase convention exclusives on Friday night in a private room. This will hmm. be limited to 50 people. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, I haven't looked at the link. Is there an extra charge for that? Or Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. Uh, um, pass deluxe Saturday. So, oh yeah, fifty bucks for a weekend pass, and then a hundred bucks for a premium weekend. Oh. Like that. And that includes uh, Friday night option. This is kind of cool. Front of the line early admission on Saturday as well. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. So not only do you get to get your exclusives on Friday through whoever they're partnering with, but you also will be the first one, well, one of the first 50 into the dealer room on Saturday morning. I don't even remember what the exclusives were. Oh, let me see. I don't think they've announced They don't even. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We yeah. haven't heard anything. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. There's just people that always just go and buy everything. Yeah. Because I was unemployed when I went last year, I was really picky, and and the two that I wanted, I didn't have any problems getting. But there were some, I, I didn't go until like mid-morning, and there were some exclusives that were already sold out. So, so you went to the Toronto one or the Chicago one? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Uh, well, yeah. it was, it was uh, Virginia. It's the one I went to with Vern. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know which one it will. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't been to any, but, uh, I don't know what year it was, but when they, when, um, was it mastermind creations had the, uh, Sphinx with the, uh, you know, phasing in and then Chicago had the phasing out version. I bought both of those versions. I thought that was a, a really, really awesome figure. So yeah, I mean that's that was a really really neat exclusive that they had for the Toronto, and then following the the Chicago one was neat. Yeah, and that was that was one of the ones I was interested in. Uh, just didn't want to pay the secondary market price. Yeah, yeah. Now I think they've gone down. They they have they yeah. have yeah. I happened to get mine at a, at the retail price. Um, the uh, Planet Express, they actually put somehow they put some of them up uh, ages three and up and Planet Express had them both up for sale for some reason. Nice. I mean, those I think those are the I think Planet Express is the main distributor for MMC. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure. So um, and then they had some kind of an exclusive deal with ages three and up that year. So. Coolio. Um, all right. Uh PowerCon. PowerCon. 
let's see. First up, the Four Horsemen exclusives. Uh, so these are kind of continuing what they've done the last couple years. So uh, the first one was a Orc Master of Weapons, which uh, so it was a green orc similar to Man at Arms green jumpsuit with orange armor. Uh, that was actually the PowerCon I went to, so I picked that one up. Um, last year, they had their Barbarian and one of their Skeletons as homages to He-Man and Skeletor, and uh, a friend of mine was able to get those. This year, it is a Humanoid Battle Cat and an Elven... Uh, well, I should say a Humanoid. A, a Anthropologist Anthropomorphic cat, I guess. Is that is that how you pronounce yeah, that word? I, I guess so. He just looks like a battle cat that's standing. So <laughs> yeah, uh, and then an elven evil Lynn. So uh, again, super cool. I, I'm definitely going to be continuing my collection of these, um, just because I love four horsemen. And- so what do you do? How do you like? If I wanted to get that. If I want to get the battle cat, how do I? I just have to basically keep an eye on the the main site. No, so uh, so these PowerCon exclusives aren't offered through PowerCon. They're offered oh. uh, through Store Horsemen. Okay. Um, the last every year so far, um, every year so far they have uh, flown out or. They've either received a small allotment or flown them out uh, that they sell at the show. So they debut there. Notice the picture say it says debuting at PowerCon. So they're not actually an exclusive. Um, And then uh, anywhere from two weeks to a couple months later, they'll put the rest on their store. Um, This one, they have specifically said that they're only flying flying out a small um, a small allotment and that the rest will go up on their store but because the rest are coming on a boat uh, they won't ship them out for like three months after the con but how do you pre-order I mean are they going to actually open up a pre-order because I don't see anything offered on their store right now for yeah. a pre-order no I, I don't know it. well <laughs> obviously they'll have to do a pre-order because they said that you You'll buy them and you won't get them until they hit. So um, they won't do the pre-order, I assume, until after PowerCon. Okay. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, cool. Kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. Depending on yeah. where you're coming from. And then uh, the only other real big news, uh, well, I guess in my opinion, is uh, Tim Seeley. He is the new writer on the uh, up-and-coming, or the upcoming, Injustice versus He-Man and the Masters of the Universe miniseries from DC Comics. So um, we saw uh, Thundercats versus uh, He-Man. Um, now we're going to see um, in the injustice so i assume they're just talking about the injustice uh injustice uh kind of what do you call that shit mythos you know the injustice what am i looking Mm -hmm. for i have no idea but i'm just gonna agree with you (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it's that uh, storyline from DC. Because I don't okay. think that follows the traditional comic storyline for those characters. But um kind of interested in that. And because it's a miniseries, I don't mind. Hopefully it'll just be like uh, one trade paperback or something. Cool. But he will be there. And they'll have a... So that is still... Uh, that is still almost four months away. PowerCon does an amazing job, and this is why I, I believe they continue to hold it in L.A., um, with just bringing in a ridiculous amount of guests for how small a con it is. You know, they'll bring in 30 guests, and it's one of the smallest cons you've ever been to, you know, so... Hmm. If you're at all interested in it and you're just starting to listen to us and haven't heard of it before, um, or if you're just in the area, just go and, you know, I think it's cheap to do it like per day. It's like 20 bucks or something, you know? Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get into, oh, and I didn't update the times again. I even meant to, uh, get into toy news, uh, possible, the vintage collection uh, characters to be coming out. So this is a rumor report uh, from our friends over at yakface.com. Them and Jedi Temple Archives are pretty damn reliable with these rumor reports. Um, so this is the three and three quarters super articulated line. It looks like they're going to re-release the Scarif Stormtrooper. So uh, from Rogue One. That one, it like it was an abundance in my stores, like for a week, and then it was gone. And then all I heard was people complaining that they couldn't get it. Like I didn't even know it was rare, and it's since like skyrocketed on the aftermarket. You you want to know you want to know something that's funny is um, so our so these are the this is the three and a, three and three quarter size. Yeah. So this is these are the ones that have been. I think I've been seeing them. I mean, they just released a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like a whole bunch of new characters. I mean, I've it. Your eyes, like you know, gravitate to them because they're just you know they they just they look so nice. Mm. Um, I mean, even though I'm not a Star Wars collector, I do remember like this style packaging, like the different you know, like I don't know, I the, the packaging does you know still resonate with me back yeah. when those figures were new and I was, you know, at Walmart or whatever, you know, back in what, you know, 2002 or whatever, 2005. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, don't, I don't remember when the line actually kicked off, but yeah. So, I mean, it is, it is cool to see, see that stuff. It seems like they are doing well. Cause like, you know, I'll go to target or Walmart or something and then see them. And then it seems like people are buying them. So Wow. Yeah, um, I mean, I did. I did a run when these got released. Um, I was luckily able to find uh, at least one Rebel Snow Trooper, uh, or what do they call it? Uh, Rebel Soldier Hoth. Um, and for the most part, most of the stores were pretty well sold through. Um, some, it seems like Kylo Ren is doing really good. Ray is doing really good. Um, the snow trooper, of course, it's just, 
gone. Like I say, the one I found was a brand new case that they were stocking while mm. while I was at Target. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the problem is, is they always do good right when they come out. You know, like people are excited. Um, a couple of the stores, uh, the the first order stormtrooper is one of the duplicates in the case. Couple of stores I went to, that was all they had were those Revel Troopers. Yeah. People were buying cases of them, which is good. Um, but uh, the true test is in a month from now. Do right. they still have those three or four that were there the week they came out? You know. Right. So we'll see. Um, I'm I'm hoping they can get through them. I really need another. I, I don't need. I would really like another uh rebel soldier to actually open up you know Mm -hmm. i do i do like to open all of these but my first goal with the vintage uh collection at least is to have a carded series of all the original figures so cool he's just hanging out here teasing me taunting me (laughs) knowing that i want to open them and what sucks the one i found this is uh they called it bubble gate uh last time they did these his bubble is separating from the card already oh then he's he's a good opener then yeah yeah the problem is is because like i say i got it right when they were stocking like the card is dead fucking mint oh nice nice that you could tell the guy was being a little easy with it, or at least not crazy. Uh, anyways, the other uh, one that I am super excited about, this is probably, this is easily in my top ten figures uh, for Star Wars, at least, of all time, is uh, Leia and Bausch Disguise. Um, and you can't even relate. So this is, uh, mm. this is Leia in the third movie. She's in a bounty hunter, uh, disguise. Okay. So it's this hardcore bounty hunter that comes in and represent. So Jabba the Hutt's a gangster and, uh, she comes in and represents on Jabba the Hutt and you're like, Oh shit. Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> and then, and then spoiler, it's princess Leia. Uh (laughs) great now i'm not going to be able to watch that movie yeah i know i Uh, just ruined it for you (laughs) i do have a star wars uh i do have a star wars story that something that happened to me that i don't know can maybe save it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well let's see if uh let's see if Vern comes on we'll get through uh, okay cool and has he texted me yet see that he's working hard He's working hard, people. Yeah, got to work. Got to earn that money so we can buy these toys. Exactly. Um, Let's see. FSS 8 updates. So we got just a crap ton because uh, I think it closed today. I think today was the last day for this. Oh, and this is this not going to show me all of them? This better show me all of them. I can see them all. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I was hoping they just kept adding to this list mm-hmm. and not, you know, I didn't link to it at some fucking weird point. Um, so anyways, uh, new figures that we haven't talked about. Actually, I don't know which ones we have talked about. We, we, we talked about the football guy. Okay, we talked about and we talked about the big backpack guy because I, I I had a comment about that in last episode. <laughs> yeah, so we did talk about a decent amount of these. <laughs> 
the big back. Oh, yeah, with the big missile launchers. I think that was it. Well, no, we talked about Red Laser. Yep, we did. Coming from that being a Canadian. or I don't remember or, talking about Bulletproof, though. No, I don't, but he's not very exciting either. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh What's kind of interesting here is we get a Lieutenant Claymore. So this is Cobra Shock Troopers Commander, uh, inspired by the Sunbow cartoon. I do not remember him in the Sunbow cartoon. Um, and I didn't think, anyways, I don't have a lot of connection to this guy. Um, it looks like uh, he was from, they also did him in 2007, the G.I. Joe Club did. Um, eh, I'm not too excited with him whatsoever. So he's an easy pass. Uh, if you're trying to do a like early collection, uh, me, the only thing I'm doing is carded 82 through, uh, 87. So the nice thing with that is I don't have to dick around with vehicle drivers if I don't want. And so, uh, clutch is a huge one. Um, uh, this is the, uh, 1984 version, and this is, uh, one more similar to what you see on the cartoon as well. So this one will be a big one for people. Uh, mm. uh, Roger, uh, used to be on the show. He's a big vamp fan. So I assume he also digs clutch as well. And he comes with the little traffic cones? Yeah. The safety cone? Yeah. And that's a kind of an interesting little accessory to come with. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we got my homeboy, the one I'm most excited about. And he he's not amazing, but he's not bad either. Uh, we get Blizzard. Um, nice, big, thick skis. He's got his uh, spiked walking shoes. Um yeah, I I think he looks good. I think he looks real good. Now, does he have? Are those his skis like attached to his backpack? Is that yes? What, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Well, there's yeah. some long ones, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're powder skis, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, they seem a little too long, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> two hundred five. You know, two hundred five is pretty long. That's a <laughs> what those are those are like a 250 like yeah. for a human <laughs> yeah exactly um and then we get uh one of the most rare figures and uh not necessarily the vintage line but one of the later line well i guess it's 87 so you could still consider that vintage is uh payload the orange pad payload um there's a yellow pad payload that uh is more common uh but this is actually the pilot that came with the defiant and that's why he's so valuable just uh-huh. because uh everybody's looking to complete their defiance uh and i and i do dig this guy they use the data viper uh rig with him um, I like the helmet that they used on him. I think he's just kind of a cool-looking figure. Yeah. S- some people are really upset about how much shit he has on him, and and I'm thinking that you can take most of that shit off if you want and maybe just have his helmet on. Who knows? Maybe not. But um, 
yeah, I think he looks good for an astronaut. You know, like, what the fuck else do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, now one that looks really crappy, in my opinion, and, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I was hoping for more, is Overkill. So this is the uh, Cobra Bat leader. Um, yeah, I mean, I like that they have his little, like, skeleton robotic face on there. Um, ah, I just think he could have done been done a lot better. Uh, and then Recoil, again, something in my opinion that's uh, just not very exciting. And then... <laughs> Uh, now this is on my list to get because I have all of the, uh, Ninja Force so far at least. Uh, but the last one we needed was Bushido and that helmet, I just, and granted there, there's two swords behind them. So those are the two silver things you're seeing there, but wow. That thing just looks massive. Yeah, and is it supposed to? Is it supposed to like have all that white? Like, it yeah. seems like there's not a whole lot to. You know, you can't really. Uh, I just. So is there gray inside the flaps, or is it just like all white for that helmet? Like you've got the horn piece, and then inside the flaps, like the ear flaps. I wonder if that's gray or if that's white. I bet you anything, it's white. Okay, um, but it it could be. I mean, that's the one nice thing is uh, they don't spare a lot of uh, a lot of deco on these things. They tend to go all out. You know, they know you're buying a a premium figure or whatever you want to call it. I mean, explain uh, explain the explain the wire that. I mean, what what is that? What is that axe supposed to do? Like. Is it a remote-controlled axe? Let me see here. Like, what is he... Oh, no, I think... So, he came with an uh, an axe or whatever you call it. A Oh, a sickle. A sickle. Like that. So, what is it, like motorized uh, or something? <laughs> no, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be a ninja weapon that's attached to a handle, so you can kind of swing it around and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see if uh, Google. I mean, I can understand, like if he if he had like if he had like two of them, like you know, like a nunchuck sickles, nunchuck sickles. <laughs> oh shit! I just made that up. <laughs> nunchuck sickles. There you go. Look at that. I'm gonna be. Oh boy. So this is so this is called a and see this is where we need Peter not to be racist or anything but this oh is my goodness. this is a kusagama kusarigama kusarigama it's called a chain sickle and a it's chain sickle okay yeah so it's literally a sickle attached to a chain that has a handle at the other end of it okay let's see All right. Usually entailed swinging the weighted chain in a large circle over one's head and then whipping it towards an entangled uh, entangle of opponent's spear, sword, or other weapon or mobilizing his arms or legs. Okay. Huh. Well. Oh, I see. So you, oh, you throw the handle part 
and grab something, and then you run at them with the sickle and stab them. So that's interesting. Hmm. Okay, well, that's uh, Bushido. All right. <laughs> and then the one that, so they they aren't up to date, and it just came out yesterday. Uh, so the one they didn't show is Munisha. And this is, she is Cobra Mercenary. Let me see if Google can, the fuck is up with my internet? So that's the mystery figure? That's the 13th mystery figure? No, this oh. is uh, this is just the 12th figure. Oh, okay. Of course, Google is not up to date with their image searches. They haven't indexed any of these yet. So, uh, But she looks good. Uh, we talked about it on the group. She looks a lot better than I thought she would. Uh, she's originally from... Uh, the DTC line, the direct to consumer line. This was when, uh, Hasbro first opened up. And again, it wasn't Hasbro, but it was Hasbro toy shop. And, uh, they created this line just for Has Hasbro toy shop. Um, let's see. Still no Vern. You Vern, you, uh, and let's see. So this is an easy skip for me. Um, I just want Bushido, uh, Blizzard, and I thought there was one other one. What was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, excuse me. Oh, and then I wanted Overkill just because I'm a bat collector, but he might be a pass for me now. I don't know. I'm going to have to see see that sucker with some in-hand picks because he just does not look good, in my opinion. But those were the only three I wanted, so this is, a, this is an easy pass for me this time. Let's just hope the extra figure isn't a Python Patrol figure or something that's going to cost me like the way the Tiger Force Roadblock is. So they put out that 15% coupon on eBay, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, perfect. I'm going to go get my Tiger Force Roadblock. There's a guy that had it for 75 or best offer. So I was like, well, let me see what this guy will take. So I lowballed him. I offered him 65 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, he countered with a dollar off. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck it. It's still a dollar cheaper than anyone else has it. So I went to go buy it now, and someone had already bought it now. I was like, God damn it. I was like, yeah. okay, well, I'll go buy one of the $75 ones. Right. And someone had already bought that one now. I was like, ah. Yeah. So I got a I got a nice present coming my way, though, still, that I'll talk about hopefully on my next uh, what we got. So Cool. Um, Studio Series Wave 2 picks. Uh I'm really digging these backgrounds they come with that come out of the packaging. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I've really liked that. I I liked uh, the first edition Hasbro or the first edition TF Prime ones mm -hmm. had a really cool base that came yeah. off of them. And I like that. So I like when they do this. It doesn't cost them hardly any extra money. And, you know, if you only want to display one or two of these, it's a great little diorama thing. Um, so what are we looking at here? We are looking at, uh, I think lockdown. I mean, I think lockdown looks really good. I mean, we, we really haven't, we really haven't received a good lockdown. 
See, and I guess I'm just... Because he's not... This isn't Voyager, right? This is still the deluxe? They're, yeah, these are deluxe size, yeah. Okay. Some of them are Voyagers, but I think Lockdown is a deluxe. Well, and is that Brawl? Is that Brawl a Voyager? Or a, or is he a leader? No, I don't think he's a leader. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, because they're trying to get him back into scale, right? So even though he was a leader when he came right. out. Okay, that makes exactly. sense. Yeah, they're trying to... So then Megatron, that's a Voyager then, too, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, so the lockdown, I just... Is he that much different than the one we just got? I just think that... I, I just think that his face came out... Maybe it's the paint. You know, yeah. the, the extra paint that's bringing out the details in the space. I mean, we just really haven't, and I'm not a movie guy, but for a, from a figure standpoint, you know, they're really, we really don't have any good lockdowns out there except for third party, you know, masterpiece lockdowns. Yeah. So I think the paint is really helping bring out the details of the mold. And I know, uh, the one thing I'm disappointed in is, uh, and the one reason why I bought them was Gunface. So I bought, yeah, I bought the original release because I love the Gunface on them. Yeah. You know? um, I, yeah, and the jazz. I need to listen. I haven't, since I started my damn boot camp, I haven't been able to listen to any Transformers podcasts. Mm-hmm. So it's usually RFC that says, oh, this is a similar mold, but this has been changed and this has been changed and that kind of shit. So I don't even know what's different and what's not about what we previously got from these guys. So, yeah, I mean, I think the way I mean, just the way that I understand it, it's it's really, you know, the, the paint and um, there's definitely been some problems with I know Bumblebee, some complaints about Bumblebee. Um there's the way the hood attaches and stuff. They got some bad mechanisms and stuff on them. So there are some, there are some actual problems with these figures. People say prime is a really, really good one. Um, and there's some rumors of people saying now that blackout is not that good. So I don't know. I mean, it's just the way I look at it is if you buy it and you, you feel it's good, don't listen to anyone else. Just, you know, just have, have fun with it. And if it, fits your display don't don't get discouraged because someone else on another podcast you know is breaking it down to the point where you know they're making it making you feel like it's it's not you know not good you know yeah that's my opinion about everything like it if you want to buy something i mean so i i watch reviews and i listen to people what people say but if you're getting for the most part pretty good reviews and you get a few bad apples in there, I wouldn't worry about it. There's going to be people out there. There's people like me that are overly positive about everything. So don't listen to people like me, you know, because I'll try to find the good in everything. There's other people out there that just want to shit on things all the time, you know? So don't listen to them either. Find the people that, you know, like you say, it's, it's good. Like, uh, 
Like, there's been a few figures that I'm like, oh, Bobby's just going to fucking hate because they're not in his wheelhouse. But he actually gives them their props. He says, this isn't for my collection. But, hey, it's a good fucking figure, you know? I mean, I was actually referring to some folks on RFC. I mean, I think that some of those people that are on that show are just they're they're nitpicking oh, to the point that. where it's it's just it's too much you know it's just you're you're overanalyzing this toy that is is made for a child yeah well and to me they fucking a big thing with them is they just dismiss third party shit you know unless it's a fucking quake wave or you know something that was you know, a milestone in third-party history. They're just like, eh, third-party, you know, mm-hmm. kind of shit. So. Well, except for Diecast. I mean, he's well, the only yeah, one on there that he's, he's buying more third-party than anybody else. And he's he's crazy the amount of money he's spending. I don't know how he does it. It's crazy. Yeah, he's obviously got to be well. I mean, he bought he bought the Bumblebee edition Camaro, like... Well, then he like bought two Corvettes. pre-order. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So he, he's, he's been through two Corvettes already. Jesus. Okay. He's, you're making me feel bad. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> he says it on the show. <laughs> no, I know. And he's and he's humble about it, too. Like, he's not a guy being like, yeah, but yes, I, he he buys many, many things. I guess, you know, that, that, is, that is one thing, though, that I, I just hopefully, because, you know, he, he just he just purchases so many toys and. Like I almost feel like if you purchase that many toys, there's no way that you can enjoy the the toy, the surprise, all of that emotion when you open up a toy for the first time and and mess around with it. Like it's almost like you know maybe his reviews are getting in the way of of all of it, and he just wants to get those first clicks or something. I don't I don't know. I, I hope it's not like that, but. I mean, how can you how can you have so many toys to open each week? Like, I don't unless you professionally do that as your main job. I don't I don't really understand how to how you can how you can do that and still enjoy the actual hobby. You know? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see. I mean, I have a back. I mean, I'm looking at sixty toys right now, and this is a small portion of my open pile. Right, but there's no pressure. There's no pressure for you trying to review, so you can open them as you and enjoy each one as you go. There's no pressure. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because because he is shooting to try to be that first one up. So yeah, I agree. I I wouldn't want that pressure. I wouldn't want to be like. I mean, he buys shit on Taobao all the time just to get it. You know, for three times what it's going to be here in a month. Just so he can get it before everybody. So, yeah, I agree. I would never want to be that worried about it, you know. But it that's what brings him joy, right, is being the first I, I hope so. I, ho- I guess that's my point is I really yeah. do hope that it's, it's bringing him joy and not the pressure of people wanting him to review a toy that, yeah. you know. At, at some time, you you need to you know step back and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm losing the fun in all this because I'm being pressured, you know, to to have that review out there, you know. And, and I don't know, like I said, I'm, I just I listen to the podcast as well, and I, I you know just it's just my own opinion, but. 
Um, let's see another rumor report from over at Yakface. Uh, this time involving the black uh, Black Series six inch line. It looks like uh, Wave nineteen will be coming with uh, Val and Mimban gear. Uh, so if you scroll at the top, that's that girl on the right hand side next to uh, Childish Gambino up there. Um, also going to get an Imperial Patrol Trooper, so I'm excited about that. I don't even know what that is, but I'm always about an Imperial Trooper. Uh, Wave 20 should include Dengar, which a lot of people are looking forward to. Uh, that should finish off most people's uh, Bounty Hunter set. And then uh, two I'm excited about, I could care less about Dengar, uh, Lando and Skiff Guard Dis- disguise one of my favorite figures of all times right up there with the bausch and then uh one just to add to my snowy collection we're gonna get princess leia and hoth gear so again all just rumors but i've never seen their rumors that aren't correct so i guess it's hard to like call them rumors you know uh here's something i just wanted to throw in for the fun of it uh get maybe people's reaction if you want to post uh make a post on our facebook group or the blog or maybe text it to 720-235-8697 uh so just like amazon did with uh, what they call it like amazon key or something like that where you got a Mm -hmm. special lock for your house um, and they would stick your package in your door. Now they're going to do in-car delivery. And uh, how it works is they're teaming up with uh, Chevy, Oldsmobile, GMC, Cadillac, and Volvo to basically have their little hand devices be able to unlock the trunk of your car. So I don't know how this... Uh, I didn't read that much. Oh, they're calling this Amazon key in-car delivery as well. Yeah, it, it, they actually can unlock any door, so it's not just your trunk because uh, they they had that on the news. So it's um, they can they can unlock any door and basically put the package. You know, some they put it behind the seat. Some oh. will actually put it in your in your trunk. But uh, yeah, they showed that they have the ability to unlock any door. Crazy. So this is uh, rolling out to select cities. Um, one of my friends, or one of the people in my boot camp, used to be a valet, and he said, uh, "Like if you're if you have a Chevy or a GMC, and it was made before like 2009 or something, like something pretty recent, um, that they they literally only had uh like five to six codes that they used on their remotes. And so like what they could do is if somebody locked their keys in the car, if they locked keys in the car of a Chevy or a GMC, they would just get all of the remotes that they had and go try them on it. And he's like, yeah, usually within the third or fourth remote, we'd be able to unlock it. Uh, but just an interesting thing if it, I'm all about that shit. Like if something happens, you're going to be, you're going to get reimbursed, you know, you're going to be able to sue them or whatever. 
Like, I, I get people's concerns about privacy and stuff like that, but shit, if I could just come out and my new blackout is waiting for me in the trunk of my car, I'd be juiced. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it's all logged. Um, you know, they, they still offer the picture service, so, you know, you can log into your Amazon app and, and actually see the picture of where they, you know, where they left the package. Huh. So That's cool. Uh, more vintage collection here. This time, the uh, upcoming Walmart exclusive Mimban. Mimban. Uh, uh, what is this? There's a special name. Like he's like a rogue trooper or something. I thought maybe, maybe, baby. I don't see any special there. name on there. No, just Mimban Trooper, I guess. Mimban yeah. Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just that Stormtrooper Mimban. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a look at the vintage card for it. And again, this one I could care less that it comes on a vintage card, but I'm just glad to be getting this guy in a super articulated form. Uh, because this guy and the other, uh, like the Snowy Stormtrooper, even in the 5.5POA uh, version, they were nowhere to be found on release day. It was crazy. Mm. I, I found the snow trooper in one place. Yeah, but anything anything snow isn't. I mean, isn't that normally the first to go? You know, is the first to sell? You know, wow. is anything in a snow snow gear? I mean, it's it's just cool, right? I mean, it's just. It's literally cool. It's literally cool. I'm on a roll tonight. I gotta, I gotta say, um, but no. I mean, seriously. I mean, like, if you're if you're a kid, or even if you're a mom or a dad, you're walking through the aisles. Like something that's even if you're not part of whatever that is, anything that's in a snow outfit is is fun. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, because I love the snow, but. I mean, people like, say, if you grew up in L.A. and you've just never been around the snow or the one time you went to the snow, you know, to a mountain, you had to dress up in a big old coat and you thought oh, it was yeah. uncomfortable, you know, oh, guess so. I, yeah. I would just be curious. But with Star Wars, it's always the troopers. The stormtroopers always are the first to go. Okay. When they're new, at least, you know. Uh, let's see. Takara apology for what was this one? Godfire yeah. convoy. Yeah, this is the one where they messed up the, the the sound chips. They were in each other's robot, you know, and yeah. then they they had the packaging that was messed up, and and then they found out that some of the like some of the tabs were not locking together, and so finally they just came out and they said, hey, you know, we're we're going to refund everybody and give everybody a, you know, a 15, $15 credit. Yeah. Uh, which is fun. a child's gift certificate. I don't know how that would differ from a regular gift certificate, but, uh, good till 2020. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. The, the bad part is, is you, you have, you have to know how to read kanji in order to actually order something from the Takara Tomi website. So good luck using that certificate. Yeah, well, and what's crazy is I still, and, and I'm sure it's somewhere here in the thread, I just don't care enough. 
to look at it. But I'm still curious what this means for TF Source and Big Bad. So I don't know. Maybe this will now will this make it more valuable um, as a as a piece to owners who received it because you know they are going to recall this. So is that something that's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say, I, again, not anytime soon. Like, no, no. I have a feeling they'll go on clearance. You know, they're still in stock at BBTS and TF Source. So I have a feeling they'll clearance eventually. But yeah, it might be one of those that the only people that have it are the people that really want it. And that's when it creates a shortage. You know, it's it's like shitty figures in a case. Like, Nobody wants them, so nobody buys them except for the people that really wanted them when they come out. And then something happens and that character gets popular or, you know, whatever. And Mm -hmm. then that's when they fucking skyrocketed because no one bought them in the first place. Right. You know, so, yeah, I'd be curious to see 20 years down the line. I'd be, so, I guess R.I.D., though, we are 20 years from R.I.D., aren't we? Yes, yes. Yeah, so would, yeah. we're hitting the peak of anybody that would have come on to Transformers during R.I.D., you know? So. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, Hasbro earnings here. Uh, only thing real interesting to me here is uh, how much loss they are contributing to Toys R Us uh, closing. So they are saying... Uh, after tax expenses of $61.4 million uh, uh, associated with the Toys R Us liquidation here. Mm -hmm. So that is fucking insane that they think they're losing that much. Not, not that they're wrong. I, I don't know how they do this fucking math. There's people that are math geniuses that do this for a living, but consider it or that they are saying that's how much money they have projected to have lost since Toys R Us is not buying stuff from them anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're just, you know, taking all the inventory, you know, that they have shipped out, you know, and then just calculating all those invoices um, just to kind of see what, you know, the future projection is going to be, which is nil <laughs> since <Yeah>. they're closing <laughs> and, um, you know, and go from there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And they lost a lot of money too, on -hmm. top of it just being Toys R Us. They they were down 700 million compared to the same time last year. Uh, Finally, I I am going to start calling this uh, Stark's Corner or something like that. (laughs) Because I always put the statue news at the end just for you. Yeah. Um, we get, uh, XM studios or what's it? Uh, yeah. XM studios, yeah. uh, prime. So a, a stylized G one prime. Uh, what I love about this is that you get a little fucking alt mode. To, yeah. And let me, let me awesome. just put that in perspective for you. So this is one of their large format statues. Oh, okay. um, this is, this is my favorite company that I pretty much purchase all my statues from is XM Studios. But not Transformers. I correct. I have not purchased any Transformers and, uh, they have Starscream coming out next and, and it, it, it's just beautiful. One thing I want to tell you about the alt mode. So this is, this is going to be one of their 24 inch tall 
God statues. Damn. That alt mode is actually uh, about that's about 16 inches wide for that alt mode. So that's a fairly large truck. Oh, um, that is that is probably a little bit bigger than fucking MP Prime. Wow. Oh yeah, it, it's it's much bigger than MP Prime. I'll I'll have to I'll, sh- I'll shoot you an actual picture of someone holding it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is this is beautiful. I mean, you know, if you're you know, it's another one of those showpiece kind of a things. Um, I mean, this is Transformers news and. These folks on Cybertron, they have no interest in this stuff. I mean, the comments are really horrible. These people are saying, you know, they can't even afford a masterpiece. Why would they spend $2,000, you know, on something like this? And this is for people, significant others don't allow them to have toys, but they can have a statue possibly in the corner of their living room, mm-hmm. you know, or in the corner of their home theater room. The, the you know, the the approval committee would, would allow that, you know, but they can't have toys. So they, they want to, you know, have a memory of Optimus Prime. So this is something that they can you know, spend their money on and, and, and purchase as a, as a centerpiece, you know, um, in in the statue world, there, there are people who literally collect every single piece from a certain company. Um, Mm. and it's, it's amazing. You're talking about collections that are, you know, probably a hundred thousand dollars, you know, uh, these, these people are out there. You'd be, you'd be real surprised. Um, and, uh, this, unfortunately, if you are looking to get this, you have to buy it from a third-party seller. Um, it is it is not offered. XM Studios is based in Singapore, and so they do not have a license um, in the United States or North America to, uh, to sell this. So, um, yeah, you won't see this on Big Bad Toy Store or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, uh, 2199 SGD, so uh, it's, you know, 1700 or so plus shipping shipping will probably be another 300 bucks so yeah and let's and let's definitely not get it twisted i haven't met very many of them but while most collectors are probably middle to lower middle class you know like there are people that make a lot more money than me, you know, and probably don't have a kid, you know, like 2000 bucks isn't too much if you make 100000 a year and don't have children. You didn't start collecting statues, right? So like you had a big action figure collection and then sold huge uh, chunks of it off, right, to move into statues? So. Uh, I mean, I want to be honest. I started out with Diamond Select, and I was heavy into collecting Diamond Select figures. That's where it all started for me. And then I went from Diamond Select into Hot Toys, and that got out of hand for me, way out of hand. And I, I feel, I feel that all these, all these, these people that are, you know, in the the realm of collectors right now. There's a, there's a lot of Hot Toys, you know, discussion. A lot of people buying it. It's very addictive, and it is something that can get you into trouble if you don't kind of manage it. Because those pre-orders, guys, they're never going to stop. They will never <laughs> stop. Yeah. And those those hot toys, you know, the prices are creeping up. When I started, you know, the uh, the figures were you know around like two twenty five to two fifty. And by the time I left uh, the hot toys scene in two thousand fifteen. You know, I was paying you know three fifty, 
So just in those few years, you know, it, it raised substantially and, uh, you know, the prices today are just pretty crazy. Uh, the newest Ironman just got, just came out in pre-order and that was close to 400. So, uh, for just yeah. a regular Ironman, it's, it's their die cast line. They're all one six scale. So 12 inch. You know, as with any of this stuff, I mean, whether you're buying, you know, four four hot toys or you're buying a statue, it's still money. You're you're either saving up or you're going into a lot of debt, you know. And hopefully, you're you're, you're saving up and you're not getting yourself into trouble because this is a very addictive hobby for everything that we buy and sell. And I think uh, I think social media is is also something that is possibly hurting us. Because I feel that we want to show off kind of what we we've got, and sometimes I think there is some pressure there. Um, and I, I know for me personally, I, when I was doing the hot toys thing, I did feel that pressure, and I felt like I wanted to be part of the excitement, you know, and, and always post on the forums. You know, like I said, I, I've been there for a long time, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I definitely think it it creates a a collectors me too movement. You know, like me too. I want to have it too. You know, I want to be part of the conversation. That kind of thing. So, I agree. I think fucking. I think the socials just kind of. You know, it brings out the best in people, and it also brings out the worst in people. And I think if you're not careful, you like like lotus you know like lotus preaches is fucking know why you're collecting understand why you're collecting you know like you want to collect for an investment great do it i mean whatever support the hobby whichever way you want but just understand that you know that's why you're doing it and it's probably not a smart idea all right well that's it for toy news so uh We're going to go ahead and take a break and we will uh, decide whether we're going to be back or not here. (laughs) But either way, after messages or a message, I should say, I keep saying messages, uh, we will be back for you. Cool. Peace. Peace. What the heck was that? After these messages, you should have said, after these messages, we'll be right back. Imperial Stormtroopers injured FX7. I'll save him. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. Welcome back, guys. All right, let's go ahead and get into third party. Uh, let's see. First up, Magic Square Legends Ultra Magnus. Yeah. So I'm extremely happy with mine from, uh, well, I guess it would be DX9s, right? Mm-hmm. Mine Warren is, Pocket? Yeah. Mine is a Mech Toys fan, but <laughs> or Mech Fans Toys. Uh, but this one I'm excited about doesn't look nearly as good. Uh, it reminds me a lot of fucking, uh, KFCs. Mm. 
that real skinny torso, you know, like citizen citizen stack. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I don't have that one. Uh, so I bought the MP of the G one ultra Magnus. And then, uh, he is my power convoy. So okay. I, for- I forgot what they call them, but anyways, that's what he reminds me a lot of. Uh, looks good. Uh, Ultra Magnus Collector. I'll I'll buy this when another company knocks it off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will buy this one. Uh, yeah, just again, third party. I don't buy anything before I see reviews of it, but it is on my radar. Cool. Uh, another one for Mark. See? Statue guy joins the cast. A guy is very active on our group, says, hey, more Lego talk. Here's more Lego talk. This is uh, Lego Creators uh, roller coaster set. Uh, Over 4,000 pieces in this. And that's pretty crazy because of um, it's not some big solid chunk where you're just putting brick on top of brick on top of brick. You know, like it is large pieces. It looks like probably techniques pieces to oh no those are actual plates um to create struts and things uh ultra cool if you're a roller coaster fan um i think like this is for you um i'd love to hear about uh what roller coasters are like down under like when you flip over sideways is your hair actually down (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that awful? Yeah. Bad jokes. Bad (laughs) jokes. Anyways, uh, I thought this was amazing. Again, at a $500 price point, not not probably in my future. Um, Oh, there's a 441. Uh, I think the MSRP on this was 500, but... uh, yeah. So what what is the what does this actually come out to as far as the actual size of this? Like how many how many uh, let's say how many Lego plates does it take? Like the standard base plates. Let's see here. to fit this. Like this is the, is this the first time that they've done a roller coaster? Because I'm seeing pictures of a roller coaster already assembled for some reason. Yeah. No. They're well. They're, they've made other roller coasters. Like there's one in the Friends line. Oh, it's only 380 MSRP, so don't buy it from fucking eBay. <laughs> um, and let's see. Pieces 4,124. I'm just on Lego site scanning. To I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on oh, here Google we go. search. Here we go, dog. Measures uh, 20 inches high, 34 inches wide, so three feet wide, and uh, 16 inches deep. Wow. So, yeah, that, wow, shit. That's awesome. Feet? That's fucking amazing. Yeah, this, see, this is, this is the kind of stuff that would take me down <laughs> the rabbit hole of Lego, because this is very interesting to me. I mean, the, I just, I love the engineering behind these roller, you know, any kind of roller coaster. Yeah. Whether it's wooden or metal, um, <clears throat> and this is this is amazing. I mean, this is really neat. Yeah, and I, I mean, all of the sh- like you said, all the struts, all everything. It just 
I can't do it. I can't get into it. Dude, you nope. got to. Like, nope. you would have so much fun with your little blue gloves putting these little pieces together <laughs> for hours and hours. See, would, and then those blue gloves on Lego, you would have such a good grip. You would be able to take off like the smallest Legos that were stuck together. <laughs> You'd have <laughs> All right. So there's one for you, Mark. Mark, let us know if you're getting that. And if you are, I hate you. Um, let's see here. Now I'm in a big old multi-tab session here. Everything's messed up. Uh, Masterpiece G1 Breakdown is this, uh, oh, DX9s. Mm-hmm. So looking good. Uh, very G1-esque. I, personally, I'm a Make Toys fans project guy. I don't like the simplified. I don't like that it's getting more cartoony. No, uh, no, no. I think mm-hmm. there's a balance there, and and these companies are losing it. You know, see, and that's and that's why I kind of like the way Takara was doing it, where like, um, like for Inferno, where you know they gave you the chrome front uh, front grill mm-hmm. or the unpainted front grill, you know they can do that and it totally changes the look of the figure whether you want to go cartoon where it's unpainted or you want to go chrome where it's toy see and i just want to see a lot more texture so i want a lot more fucking lining and you know oh, okay like that. i got you that that kind of balance like even just look at the look at the group shot with the fucking mm-hmm. with yeah. the mp36 so mp36 too plain you know, there's really? not enough. Yeah, not enough going. And granted, mm-hmm. we can't see his pelvis. His pelvis has all kinds of shit going on. But same thing. That is that make toys, right? Yeah, that's the make toy star screen. Not enough going on there. Getting closer. I like the paneling and the wings and stuff like that. But the but the sound wave is the best mix for me. Like you could make a sound wave that is just smooth if you want to make it like a cartoon, like what they're headed towards. But I mean, just the little panel lines and the little bit extras in his shoulders. I think it's the molding in of the stickers. And some of these figures just didn't have a lot of stickers or something that I'm liking. I don't know. Cool. Uh, <laughs> something I do like that I don't want to like because I'm I'm not a big fan of buying a sixty dollar upgrade kit for an eighty dollar figure. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Dreamwave's third party roundup here, uh, we get uh, six shot. We've got Computron. We've got Superion, and then the thing that almost makes that ridiculous Dino Combiner look almost acceptable uh big old swords big old clawed feet for um uh cool uh predaking style fucking spiked oh jesus uh spiked hands uh adding some girth to the to the uh pelvis and the chest and the shoulders the whole 
the whole thing is covered up. So yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks better because it's all covered up the whole darn thing. <laughs> Literally, like everything yeah. is covered. Every single piece covered up the whole damn <laughs> Hasbro toy. Oh Jesus! I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, looking at it, I'm like Jesus Christ. Yep, there's a uh, pelvis and legs and middle <laughs> and the arms and <laughs> yeah. oh guns too oh see that's where they get me dude that's with the guns mm-hmm. like having good g1 guns the right swords that kind of shit uh but yeah i'm liking them again i don't think i would <clears throat> i don't think i would fucking buy any of these but yeah, because you're talking about what? Let's say you get fifteen bucks a piece for the figures, and then sixty bucks for the kit. You know, you're at what, like one hundred eighty bucks to make this thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're definitely uh, you're talking a lot of money there for uh, you know for a regular. I mean, it, it, once you're in once you're in that kind of a price point, you're you might as well just you know wait for something that's actual M masterpiece scale. Yeah. Alrighty, Rudy. Fresh and fruity. <clears throat> and this is one we should add Peter on for. Uh, which we didn't even mention. Peter's not able to join us tonight. He's not sure when he might be able to make it back. So we're hoping really soon. Uh, but this would have been something he would have loved. And I know he loves because he's still on our group. Uh, is the Coliseum pre-order for uh, Four Horsemen goes up on May 9th. Uh, This one has, I was talking about that, He-Man and the Skeletor. Now, I don't, so I think the difference is, is, uh, so the Barbarian in the upper left and the blue guy down in the bottom right, uh, I think they had special heads for them. Um, now the barbarian guy, you could get that head from the other barbarian. Uh, uh, but the, uh, skull face was like an yellow painted skull, but still, Mm -hmm. if you wanted an homage and you missed the ones from last year, this wouldn't be bad. Uh, the big one that I'm into is the, uh, war Duke, the one in the upper right hand corner. I Okay. Totally forgot to order them. Uh, type into your uh, into your Google's vintage War Duke. Uh, okay. All one word on the War Duke. It was a Dungeons and Dragons figure, one of my most favorite mm. of all time. Um, and I have a complete one in very good condition, just because it was one of my most favorite figures. Uh, now try to just type on four horsemen okay uh and if you're looking at a image search mm-hmm. uh oh, not as many showed up as i had hoped let yeah. me see uh yeah oh i see war duke a lot of no. these are customized oh that's custom yeah that's a custom um but you'll notice if you keep looking there's one with wings like the vintage figure had and those wings are actually an included piece in it to make that helmet that looks like war duke hmm. so that one i'm excited about um that's the only one i'll be pre-ordering but i will definitely be ordering it because i was pissed when i missed out on it all right cool 
And then you saw, if you scroll down, you can see... Yeah, I'd be curious to see. Hopefully, maybe those Colosseum ones do come with the, quote, He-Man head or Barbarian head and then the uh, yellow face. I'd be curious to see when those go up for pre-order. So this show should be out by then or before then. So if you're interested in taking a look, please do support small independent companies, especially guys as cool as the Four Horsemen. You know, they are always willing to talk to people. Uh, a couple of them are a little introverted, but that doesn't mean they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> They're just introverted, you know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, support small toy companies. All right, let's get into Star Report. Itsy right. Bitsies or Itty Bitties. This is uh <laughs> we have a, a special news report coming in from our on the spot. Uh, <laughs> uh, so these are vintage carded little stuffed things from Hallmark that I was like extremely excited about when you posted about them for the first time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was just walking around and uh, uh, went into a Hallmark store and I was actually looking for something we were going to talk about, but I guess they don't put up ornaments uh, until Christmas time. So they don't, for some reason, the store I went to didn't have any ornaments. So I guess they take those down. I don't I don't really know too much about Hallmark. But oh, anyway, yeah, they had no ornaments up in the store at all. Like, that whole wall was gone. So I guess maybe they just take it down for whatever and then put it back up for the holidays, I guess. Anyway, so I saw these in the back. Um, and, yeah, they're called Itty Bitties. And uh, they, uh, they're fourteen ninety five each. And they're basically – they're carded to look like, uh, you know, the vintage – you know, Star Wars, they have that same, you know, feeling, that same card art. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they, you know, I mean, it's it's not something for me, but I figured, well, if there's, you know, we, we have a lot of Star Wars collectors. And is this something that you would? Yeah, like I would probably do this if they made a Royal Guard or a Hoth Han. Mm-hmm. Um the stormtrooper is a little bit inviting, but the reason why I was excited about them was that you know anytime they do this vintage card art, I want to get I want to get the uh, first twelve, you know, the twelve back. So I was a little disappointed, and and I figured this was the case that you're not going to get a Death Squad commander or a Death Star Commander, as they changed it to. You know, you're not going to get this Imperial guy, unless maybe you call him, like, Death Star Cutie or something. You know, I don't know. Right, how. Right. So you're never going to get the 12 back of this. Um, is there a Sand Person? So a Sand Person's another weird one. Granted, they have Ponda Baba. They have both versions of Snaggletooth. So that's, that's a deep cut right there a sears exclusive snaggletooth yeah i mean i might get one of these but if they don't do all 12 i don't want that and not at 15 bucks maybe at 10 bucks i aren't these normally well i guess those are like four inches tall i was like the yeah i mean it was it was like um i would say that that card itself is about six inches tall total 
And then with it's probably like, you know, five inches wide, five, six inches wide. It's more of like a widescreen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sixteen by sixteen by nine than than a regular four by three card, <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of that's what they did with the or do with the jumbos. It's not that extreme. Uh, the height is still taller than the width, but they have to adjust it. But uh, so yeah, again, not for fifteen bucks. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> um, true update. So my one of my trues. Finally hit 15% on their action figures. Uh, they are getting new stock, not of any toys that I was interested in. Besides one, they, they're they getting stock of, I don't even know the name of the company here. I have it right here. I saw it, I think I saw it on uh, this uh, Toy World order. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a little tiny Lego cabinet, like the size for a Lego figure and okay. they're officially licensed. So they have centipede breakout space invaders, oh. asteroids, Qbert and Frogger. Yes. Yes. I, I've seen that. Yes. So they got a whole case in the only one I really wanted that they still had at least. Um, I'm a, I think I said Qbert. They have Hubert, mm-hmm. and I'm a big Hubert fan. But uh, I got Asteroids because they're only four bucks. Um, they are amazing. The stickers are perfect on them. Uh, so I saw that, and then they have they have characters from some of those games too. Like they have Hubert uh, from Hubert. They have the Centipede from Centipede, and one other one right now. Little Lego characters that you can build, and they got those in as well. Hmm. Uh, those were even though action figures moved up to fifteen, building is still at five, and these count as building, so they weren't that. There was only a five percent discount on them, but they are getting new product. Our my store says, you know, new stuff from the warehouse every day or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine has gone up to twenty percent, and building going up to ten percent on the building sets. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there, there has been some new stuff. Um, there's actually been some of those Jurassic Park toys that have oh, shown up. Shit. So, um, okay, I gotta go check for those. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really weird how, I mean, who knows, you know, how much of the where you know, how much of this product is just sitting in the, in the warehouse, you know, before they, you know, before they actually stopped receiving new stuff. I mean, Jurassic Park is pretty new. Yo, yeah, you know? that just hit two weeks ago. I mean, those those toys have been at my Target for a while, actually. Um, oh, really? See, yeah, are. I mean, I don't know if they were put out earlier or not, but I've seen those toys, the Jurassic Park toy, like all of them, even including the little, um, you know, bone sets. I was mm-hmm. thinking of getting some of those. That was kind of neat. It um, There was... Um, there was a, a toy uh, from Tyco. I don't, it wasn't Dino Riders, but it was uh, it was it was Bones. Like there was, do you remember what toys? Skeletons. Uh, yeah, they were the actual, and you would you'd have action figures that came with it. It was a whole line made by Tyco. Um, Are you talking about like for uh, not toddlers, but like the preschool no. toys? No, 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 no. These were vintage. This was. Uh, Oh darn! Bone Age, I think it was called Bone Age. 
Hmm. You remember playing with those? No, 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 no clue. But here, oh, go ahead boy. and talk about them. And, uh, and all, and all, <laughs> all of my, my, all of my toys that you know, I, I wasn't allowed to have yeah. anything crazy, but I was able to have dinosaur bones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were called. I think they were called Bone Age. And I, I know they were made by Tyco. Um, and uh, but yeah, so these new Jurassic Park toys had that same type of you would build the you'd build the dino uh, the, the dino structure of the bones and you basically put them all together and uh, you would you know you would I think there was a little display and they were I think they were priced at ten dollars a piece at Target uh, so I, I, I kind of I was thinking about getting all of the dinosaurs and just having those you know set up on display somewhere. Um, with my my little vintage building sets that I collect as well. See, and I I I was excited about them too until they have motors in them, and oh. so the uh, oh, the yeah, art- yeah they do have some kind of thing in their chest. I think yeah, and so the, I my assumption is is for their their arms and legs to be freewheeling with a motor that there's not good articulation there. Okay. Now I could be mistaken because I was excited about them too. I, I, I have a couple like bone, a dinosaur bone toys, just like cheap dollar store, you know, single injection mold. Oh, it was Kenner. It was Kenner. Okay. Did you I see what I was say, talking Tyco about? Bone was, age? Tyco was Dino oh, man, these things are so awesome. Did you did you see these? I no. see this this is as soon as I saw those Jurassic Park uh, bone toys, I instantly oh, it took me back shit. to these. These were so awesome and uh oh, man. I think it's it's to eBay I go. I may have a new Oh, one. this is this is these are hundreds of dollars. I mean, these oh, these are, are all they? little pieces. Oh yeah. These are all Oh, are they one twenty four scale? Are they like mask size? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, those are fucking awesome. <gasps> a stegosaurus. That might be a grail piece right there. Yeah. Lava clan. Oh my god. I mean, I remember when, right. when, when my parents bought me these. These were they, they were on clearance at the time. I remember the the Again, tags. Nobody wanted them, so now they're super nobody wanted them. Expensive. But but to me, to me, since I played with them, it was something that I actually had. You know, it's. <laughs> but I mean, there were so many good toys back in the day, man. Mm-hmm. This is all. This was awesome stuff. I mean, and they all had like little gimmicks, like you know. You know, the jaws would snap or tails would launch or. But, I uh, do not remember these at all. Really? That, okay. that is like astonishing to me. Like usually any, any toy line someone brings up, I bought it at a flea market, you know, one piece of it or something. None of this looks familiar. None of it wow. whatsoever. Yeah. That's it's, insane. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a huge, you know, it wasn't a huge line, so there's not a, you know, there's not a ton of them to collect, but there's there's still enough of them that, you know, it would cost a lot of money to get just because there's so many different parts. So you know, you you probably be really hard to 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 collect them at this point. 
and there's an ice clan and a lava clan and mm-hmm. a stone clan. Oh my god! These all right, everybody, go look those up. We got to move on. Or this <laughs> this is going to turn into the Bone Age show. Uh, but those are awesome. Thank you for bringing those to my attention. And there's probably a three hundred dollar Stegosaurus in my future. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Smith's Toys. Uh, this was the, you, or the, oh, this is the, uh, Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, um, mm-hmm. bought out those Toys R Us's. So that's good. Uh, looks like that's, uh, 93 Toys R Us stores. Wow. And Smith's had 110. They are going to literally double their company. Yeah, and I think that's cool. Yeah. I I think that's cool. I mean, it's a family owned business, you know? So, you know, that's, um, that's actually, that fits right, right in line at what Toys R Us, you know, originally, you know, was based upon, you know? Exactly. Well, and the problem is, is, I mean, they'll close half of those, you know, it's probably worth it to them to buy all of them. To close mm-hmm. half of them and sell the buildings or give up leases or whatever, but that's yeah. still pretty amazing. Uh, in Canada, those have also, is this the purchased one, right? Yeah. Uh, Fairfa- Fairfax Financial is the new order there. Now, this, this might be a sell off thing. Like they may be fucking. Uh, they maybe just be like for 235 million, we can sell all the property and all of the shit to Ross or something, you know, and liquidate it. Then. Anywho, so Canada, you are saved. And then, uh, some people here in the States are finding, uh, grotesque and possibly, uh, well, I guess RC has been sold out for some time. Uh, it looks like this is in their collector case <laughs> where they keep all the fancy stuff, the $24 action figure here. I've never seen a collector case like this at any of my Toys R Us's, so I don't know what oh, this really? is all about. Yeah. Do you have collector's cases like this? I yeah. mean... Really? Well, we just, I should say we just got them. So they moved to start doing like SH Figure Arts and some of the higher end imports. See, stuff. all that stuff is just right on the shelves. Well, like, that's, oh. how, that's how it was at ours, too. And then everyone looked like they were breaking stuff off and like, oh. and, and a couple of the figures got stolen. So well, first, no. they started with the glass case around the open stuff. And then now two of mine put the actual higher-end ones in a glass case under that glass case. Oh, so, okay. And not, not, again, that's two of four. So, but yeah, and it was relatively recently. So, okay. now most of that shit sold out. I did find a, I still found a Ryu the other day from, uh, I think it was the Storm Collectibles one. Mm-hmm. Storm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Grotesque is out there if you're interested. I also have one uh, missing the uh, Scorponok Headmaster if you're interested. <laughs> Sell it real cheap. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Starscream Ornament. This year's uh, G1 toy uh, inspired version. Uh, 
is starts what the hell is this what did i click into okay yeah i mean these these ornaments are just they're just phenomenal mm. the they they look like you can articulate them but you can't <laughs> you know yeah. they really look so realistic you know and it's just amazing the detailing that they're putting on there and you know they they're coming at that you know that 15.99 or 16 buck uh price point um yeah because you take that little screw out of the top of the head and it's just a cool little figurine of right. the g1 toy Ooh. yeah excuse me yeah i mean and uh it's neat i haven't i haven't actually started collecting any of these i kind of got a little discouraged when i was searching for that original optimus prime yeah. from 2013 i think 2011 no, the first it Optimus 14, Prime, it's, it's been one a year so okay. they've done prime megatron grimlock Soundwave, and yeah. now this is the fifth every, every one of them is pretty plentiful you can get them pretty much close to retail even on ebay but um the optimus prime one for some reason sells for like 80 bucks so that kind of really uh, threw me off and yeah yeah and uh so for grimlock Jessica bought me one. So Jessica used to always buy me a Star Wars ornament a year. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, she's like, why aren't you putting all your Star Wars? I'm like, I have like 13 of them, you know? So uh, then she bought me an Optimus Prime. Uh, she missed the Megatron. So I had to buy that one myself. So then the following year, we both bought Grimlock. And I'm like, hmm. okay, we need to get on the same get, fucking get, get. page here. <laughs> um, and so I was expecting her to buy Soundwave, and then she didn't buy me Soundwave. So, and I didn't buy it either. So now I need a fucking Soundwave because I love these. Um, so I'm excited to see that it's Starscream this year. We've hit kind of, we've hit like my favorite crew, you know, of G1 at least. <laughs> And when I originally when I originally went to Hallmark uh, last holiday season, you know, I was actually surprised. But like Soundwave was was physically plastic. Yeah. So the, oh, these yeah. are all plastic. Like I, I was thinking oh, ornaments are porcelain or, no, or something. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. They're super light. But but that gives them it makes them even look even more like a toy. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Target exclusive Chewbacca information. People are actually finding this already. So I think this is, uh, there's some kind of version for this, but he's cool. He's got glasses. He still has part of his sash, which is really kind of interesting. Um, if you look at his gun there, there's a handle there towards, you know, on the barrel. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an error going on and people have found it in the same store. So it's like, I don't know if it just got missed by like a contingency of factory workers or what, but, uh, that handle is missing. So oh, if you're the, okay. So the handle on the, on the gun is, is just totally missing. It's like broken off or just didn't just get molded. Didn't get or? No, just didn't get applied because it's oh. a separate piece. Okay. So uh, I don't know if there's a running change because they missed it or something. But uh, if you're worried about that, I've seen it both ways and it looks fine. Uh, but 
kind of an interesting Chewbacca. You know, there's going to be some story about how his sash went from a Y to just a sling, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, next up online, SH Figure Arts Anakin. All right. Again, this was for Peter. Peter, we miss you. I start putting high-end <laughs> stuff in here, and now he can't record anymore with us. But anyways, uh, this looks good. Again, I'm not going to pay 55 to $80 for a 6-inch Star Wars figure. Uh, three and three-quarter always have my heart, and I just cherry-pick the Black Series. So, uh, But I think for some people, this is a must-have. And I just... Yeah, I loved Revenge of the Sith, but uh, emo, emo Anakin just really, I didn't <laughs> jive with it. <laughs> uh, something I did jive with, and it's pretty ballsy for them to do this, considering that they're, that the original color mold clearanced out, like, for super cheap. But, but yeah, but Dino King clearanced out because people couldn't get the pretender shells, right? Wasn't that the main problem that the pretender shells were just too expensive? So people were kind of upset with that. Yeah. And, and there was a little bit with, they did clearance them out. Like you could get it for 350 bucks for the figures and the shells. Now oh, granted, okay. when they did, when they dropped it to that, it sold out in like two days because okay, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna do it because the uh, shelves were like eighty bucks a piece, weren't they? Hundred and twenty. Oh, the figures wow. were like seventy to eighty, and then the shelves were a hundred and twenty or something. As but those shelves were quite large, monsters. right? I mean, they were like little yeah. mini footballs, like little mini Nerf footballs, almost. Yeah, I I remember watching a review, and like the Brontosaurus is like a foot long. I mean, it was. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that large. Yeah. I mean, the other ones are obviously much shorter, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But this is cool. I like to see this. Now, did I get this right? Is this the Monster Bots coloring? This is is Monstructor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm digging this. Now, this makes me want to get it more. And that's. (laughs) So, drop some knowledge on us. So. Monstructor were the monster bots, and then Dino King were the same molds, but just in shells of dinosaurs. Yes. See, and both of these have been on my list. Like one of my one of my pipe dreams was every combiner, and then I learned about fucking like Dino King and these other ones. I I wasn't even aware of, and like oh. These are twelve hundred dollars. Like, okay, I probably won't ever get those, but uh, let's see. Uh, Mini Masters two packs on eBay. So, uh, if you're a Mini Masters fan, these are the little two and a half inch stylized uh, Masters figures that uh, Mattel was doing, and they had actually planned a third wave. Had shown, I think they had shown prototypes off. Uh, now we're actually getting them. So, uh, again, 
go to the show notes, top of the page at OpenYourToys.com. If you want to read through the fan site forums, because I'm sure somebody's saying like, oh yeah, these have been out for a couple months, they're stealing them from the factory or whatever. Uh, some people, will, at least in the story, are speculating uh, with this might have to do about the new Shira cartoon that's hitting Netflix soon. Uh, but I'm interested. It's a horde trooper, so that's one of my favorite things. I could kind of care less about the Shira. Um, yeah, but they said there's been multiple, multiple auctions of these. So if you're interested, take a look. Click through those fan sites. Click on some of those fan sites ads. If we wouldn't be around if it wasn't for fan sites. If I actually had to Google all this shit, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I just aggregate what fan sites do. So go support those guys. Go to our show notes and click through to some of this shit. All right. And the club posted a sale here. Um, now, uh, some of this, some of this is a sale and then some of this is just them selling off, uh, the rest of the FSS six figures and Jesus, every single time they, I, I think now that they're just done, they don't give a fuck because they're selling them for more like 10 bucks more than eBay prices. Now, mm. I'm just like, dude, you're a company and you're scalping your own shit. Like, I don't know. I've had an issue with this, you know, in the past. But uh, uh, they do have the two figures that I still need from that wave. That's not the exclusive uh, Tiger Force. Um, they still have the Sub-Zero and the Dojo. So... I am hopefully going to be picking those up, but not from them, probably from eBay. I mean, Big Bad Toy Store is even cheaper than them. And uh, because of because they're not going to be in business for very much longer, all of this shit is fucking, uh, is, is no returns, all sales final, like we don't yeah. have parts. So literally, if you get a broken toy, you have no, re well, I guess you could put in a credit card claim. Because yeah, a store literally can't say that if your shit's broken, you, we won't take it back. So right, right. But uh, nothing exciting left. Uh, the one I I wanted just as a just because he was a cool figure was Guillotine. He was the um, not the seal. What do they call him? Not Hydra Vipers. Anyways, he, he's the uh, leader of their scuba team. And he was just cool. He came with like a skull knife and, you know, all this cool shit. But he sold out like immediately when he was, went up for sale. Um, and they, they've put a few more things. Again, uh, their Jokon exclusives from 2017 are, are pretty cheap. And then they have some stuff from uh, 2016 that's cheap as well. Still keeping my eye on that uh, crossover G.I. Joe Transformer 5-pack. Uh, missed it when it was like 75 bucks during the Transformers liquidation. And they just kept everything left for the Joe store. And now it's back up to full price at 130 And that's just too fucking much for three G.I. Joe figures, a Legends figure... And a fucking masterpiece rat bat repaint. So yeah, yeah. 
but I'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh-oh, did I fuck up my tabs? There we go. <laughs> um, well, and this was, uh, we actually won't go over this. Wow. This was two weeks ago that I put on the uh, May the 4th <laughs> deal. <laughs> so uh, yeah. don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Nope. So, to break the fourth wall, we are literally recording this almost two weeks after the first part of this episode that you've heard. No, we're, we're deadpooling it here. Yeah. Can't uh, tell them the secret. <laughs> this is going to be seamlessly edited. They, they'll never know. <laughs> oh, shit. Um so back then, uh, the Unique Toys uh, um, Bruticus limbs had been posted for pre-order. So this is uh, Broodlord Lash Layer. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And the other one is Rage Winter Chill. which Rage I, Winter Chill. For the fucking helicopter? Like, helicopters don't fly in the winter, but... When you got rage, when you got rage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're flying. That they kind of fly during the winter. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I haven't seen... Um, so, uh, if, if people don't remember, Unique Toys, uh, ones where everybody was loving the alt modes. The bot modes are super kibbly. Um and this isn't the one that people were, this isn't the one with the really cartoony Bruticus, right? That's the, no. yeah, that's the fucking Zeta one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So this one's really only if you want alt modes and God damn, they're expensive. If that's all very expensive. Yeah. I mean, 30, 35 bucks more than the yeah, Zeta. Zetas. So yeah, I'm a, Bruticus focus collector and I just I can't get down with it. I may get a Zeta if they do if they do a box set, you know, or just a full set of them, but yeah, mm-hmm. the unique toys are a big pass for me. I have the this is awful, but I have the fucking KO upscaled Warbitron and to me those are amazing masterpiece scale fucking figures they're they're like a hasbro voyager like their engineering and the plastic is simplified like that but they're the perfect scale you know i uh, my guy's staring right now next to my uh next to my mp optimus and it's right where i want it to be you know mm-hmm. so, yeah yeah that that fucking ko third party market is is i think fucking a lot of shit up for these companies yeah. Uh, so if you missed, uh, you missed the Super Seven. Well, lots of people missed these. I actually wanted to talk about these. So Super Seven finally released their vintage 5.5 inch uh, He-Man figures, and uh, it, there was a lot of talk on our on our club page, which which I liked. Uh, but they sold out really quick. 
like. Uh, I mean, relatively. Uh, they sold out, uh, the He-Man Skeletor pack sold out in about four to five hours. And then uh, the Hordak, uh, Filmation Hordak and, and She-Ra uh, sold out later that night, probably in about 10 hours or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was even one of the people that I thought that was a, uh, well, I thought it was a unlimited pre-order. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Vern had gotten in it and, and he posted on there after a lot of us were complaining, like, it says right there, limited. Like, we can't guarantee how long these will last. The thing that annoyed me was that there was just no heads up. It was like, yeah. you know, that morning they're like, hey, these are up for pre-order. And four hours later, you know, the set probably everybody wanted was sold out. Now, do they do they send, do they do like an email blast or yeah. is it just like yeah. a random? Okay. No, it was an email blast, but I mean... Even me, I'm connected all day, but I don't check my email all day. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but I had my opportunity at them and didn't want them. And, and just like I thought was this two-pack was the initial release of them. And, and they've since posted like, hey, we understand everybody wants these figures, but uh, this was just the initial limited release of them. We'll be doing a larger scale single carded version, which if, if you didn't buy the uh, Skeletor or the Three Terrors of Doom or whatever it was, um, they come on like really good uh, uh, replicas of the vintage cards, you know, it's cool. The only thing that's really missing is the mini comic behind the figure. And that, it really does kind of throw it off, you know? Like, it's a little, the card back is a little too plain without that mini comic behind the, the character. Um, but that's coming, so don't pay scalper prices. Hopefully hopefully you saw that and have not. Because, dude, it, as soon as that shit sold out, that He-Man and Skeletor pack went from 45 bucks. It was like 80 or 90 was the going yeah. price on eBay. And people didn't even have them yet. That was a pre-order on eBay for them. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, but I got a, a Stridor just ended uh, yesterday. Um, so I got in on the Stridor. I'm a big, I'm a big steed guy, uh, but pricey. So, so the, uh, Night Stalker, which is the exact same mold, just different colors, uh, was $40 from Mattel. And if you had to pay shipping, the shipping even wasn't that bad for once. It was only like 10 bucks. Um, but I got him along with my other subscription stuff. So, I mean, he was like 43 bucks after shipping, uh, Hmm. Stridor was 60 out of the box. And then, uh, uh, super seven has a flat rate shipping. So anything under 50 is $7 shipping. Anything over 50 is $15 shipping. So that was that was a pricey endeavor. Paid forty two for the first one and fucking and six or seventy five for the exact same mold, you know. Wow. So yeah, just goes to show you Super Seven's got a different model, you know, they're not they don't have the support of a a major toy manufacturer as far as their factory goes and that kind of stuff. So are are these 
Are these ones, because I, I always get messed up, are these ones resealable? Like, are can you open it up uh, and not damage the packaging no. on these? Well, I mean, they're a box, so you can cut the okay. tape. Okay, yeah. they are a box, okay. Yeah, the two-pack and the and Strider will both be boxes. Okay. The two-packs and Strider will both be boxes, so you'll be able to cut them, cut the tape and keep the bubble inside there and stuff like that, but... You know, it's one of those things that the figures and it's the same thing with the filmation ones that uh, AAA was asking about. Should I open these on the group? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he could just cut the tape on those and open them. And then if he wanted to put them back, he could put them back. Okay. uh, TVC exclusive Ray on eBay. So the vintage collection has a Ray Island journey. That's going to be a Walmart exclusive coming up real soon. Uh, but it hit eBay, uh, well ahead of schedule. Uh, and let's see, oh, UK collectors can now pre-order this if they would like to. Again, I'm not going to buy vintage carded figures that aren't vintage characters so Mm -hmm. um i think i talked about it the beginning of the show that i found one of my rebel hoth troopers uh since we recorded that part i found my second rebel hoth trooper so very cool now you can open one yeah and i already did and he's amazing like his scarf helmet and goggles are removable and just has a really cool soft goods like just a like a I don't know what you want to fucking call it the the part from the belt down so like mm-hmm. it's like a skirt but it's 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 snow skirt I guess snow skirt yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and I dig up I'm glad I found and what's nice is the second one I found was I think I was complaining earlier two weeks ago that uh, the one I found was dead mint out of the box, but the bubble was already separating. Mm. Uh, This other one I found was almost as perfect. There's one little bit blemish, but it's not a big deal. And the bubble is like really well sealed. So I was able to open that one where the bubble was separating. So cool. Excited. Um, Ooh, and I haven't put this on my, I haven't actually pre-ordered this yet. Um, but I think I'm getting close to even in my situation. Yeah, Mm. I'm really, I've been watching all of the reviews about the drift. Now, granted the drift is a $350. Right. Exactly. this is a $36 model, you know, and, and in Japanese, you know, and overseas, it's a $25 model. We're paying a $10 markup. What are we, what are we talking about for our listeners? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. The, uh, uh, flame toys, Optimus prime attack yeah. mode model. It definitely so. looks cool. I mean, it, I'm not going to lie. It definitely looks cool. It's just for the, for the scale. I just, you know, I just wouldn't have a, a place for it it's about six inches it says yeah so just over a deluxe and just under a voyager yeah it's kind of a weird oh so like you said they're doing you know they're doing great you know a lot of good reviews for from the 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 300 flames toys uh drift and um 
So, I mean, I'm guessing this is this is fully painted, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, Optimus is stand over one complete feature over photo with different injection injection color. Oh, with runner different. with runner parts. So that's how. So like the Autobot symbols you're seeing in his shoulder will probably be their own separate part that you snap in there. But yeah, you're right. This definitely looks painted. Yeah. So, and simple assembly design. It'll be suitable for model kit beginners, and that's me. I'm definitely a model kit beginner. Uh, but yeah, like I say, I I I really like it. Again, being an optimist guy, I I'm not sure. You know, I'm not that purist that, oh, my God, if it doesn't transform, it's not a transformer. Um, I've mm-hmm. got some of the what, the Revel Tech. I've got a bunch of those just because I yeah. got a great deal on them. But 40 points, uh, or it says 40 moving parts. So not necessarily saying it's articulation. Oh, my God. My wife got Yeah, it sounds like your dog wants to join the podcast. Yeah, my wife got home. <laughs> my wife got home right after the neighbors, so they're probably over there talking to the neighbors, but left the dog in here so she can see everybody out there partying. Oh, oh there's my daughter crying. Something happened. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh Oh, so we got uh, we got some orders finally for the whatnots. If you don't remember these, these are the uh, kind of loyal subject esque designer toy, you know, big head, uh, super deformed GI Joe guys with the really weird eyes. Like I just can't. Like the snake yeah. eyes looks great, and the Cobra Commander looks great. But even the Destro looks weird with those. Looks like an alien. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They they didn't put pupils on them, but they put lighting light highlights on them. So uh, never was really too excited about the figures, but uh, I did like the vehicles and the hiss. Again, just a little pricey. Yeah, um, that is expensive. And comes with a driver, Boy. so that's kind of nice. Did we see? Did we see pictures of what it looks like um, in the box? Um, I don't remember if we saw that. I, mean, I don't know if we did or not. Let's see. Because uh, it's only showing pictures of this. of the actual toy. And I don't remember if there was a if it was the presentation because I know we talked about this and I thought the presentation was what we liked about it. Yeah, that it came in kind of like came in a vintage. cool. I, I yeah. seem to remember that, but I can't. Am I just spelling whatnots? Right? Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, they had the cool little hiss copter that I like to. Oh, there it is in the. Oh, that's the fang box. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be kind of along the lines of the the twenty. If you got to put whatnots together. Okay. For, but again, there's not a ton of here, but you can see the fang box next to the next to the Destro. And it's it's got that twenty five uh 25th anniversary flavor where it's a window box, but it's got the explosion behind it and all the logos on it. Oh, here's some better pictures. Yeah, I mean I like it. Again, forty bucks though for like mm-hmm. 
you know, it'd be like paying 40 bucks for a pop that you really liked, you know, it has yeah. no yeah. place in your collection. It'd just be a desk bobble kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're interested, considering we don't have any other G.I. Joe fucking stuff to buy right now. Uh, oh, and this was for Peter. Uh, this is the Star Wars Mishu <laughs> movie realization, Kanarichi Asharagaru. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you. That, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, actually. I was actually impressed. <laughs> I, I just kept rolling with it. I'm like, hey, yeah, this doesn't sound yeah, well, too good. Bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is the uh, Bandai uh, Samurai Collection, and this is the Snow Trooper. Um, kind of grumpy that it comes with the huge gun uh, because that makes it a hundred bucks but I'm really liking this I've held, I, I have the Royal Guard just because it's a focus um, but this is looking really good I'm liking this kind of like steampunk backpack if if you're on BBTS it's like one of the last pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I see it. I just, I can't get over a hundred bucks for a six inch figure. I just, you know, yeah, seems seems like a lot. Well, and I paid eighty for my Royal Guard, and I was again because it's a focus. Like I was like, yeah, um, I was amazed at how good of a figure it was. You know, joints joints that pull out because that give you know like his shoulders pulled out to achieve butterflies and that kind of mm. stuff you know just really impressive articulation and that kind of thing um the paint wasn't as clean as i had hoped for but this thing also probably has a hundred paint hits on it i mean it's mm -hmm. it's crazy so i guess you can't expect it to be absolutely perfect yeah, um, don't have to worry. Don't have to worry about the plastic turning yellow because it looks like it's got a little bit of a wash on it as well. Yeah, and that's what I don't like about it. And mm -hmm. I know, I mean, even when Hasbro, I'm looking at the the Black Series uh, one right now, and and they even did like yellow stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like the only thing that's white on it is the armor, and everything else that's underneath it is is yellowed. Um, and I just don't like that. I mean, I'm just kind of a purist, like the old school vintage one that was pure white, but yeah, it's a snow trooper. So it's going to be pretty high on my list. Uh, cool. let's see, uh, what we got. It's just us. I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lotus, what you got? Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Joe uh, in the group. Uh, he was at a local convention and he uh, he got me some GI Joes, so uh, I got some more closer to ending my collection. I only have nine more twenty uh, fifth anniversary GI Joes to collect, and then I am done. That's so awesome. uh, definitely shout out to Joe for for helping me out. Um, it's really really cool he did that. Yeah, and and got them at a great price because I've I've actually seen a few people like uh, selling a bunch of their twenty fifth stuff, but anything that's foil they want twenty bucks or more, and I'm just like Jesus. Yeah, 
it's 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 tough, and I, I don't understand why. Because, like I said, I mean, when I started this, um, and I was I was definitely buying off of eBay. I found a lot of people that were selling, you know, waves uh, for you know essentially about ten bucks a piece. Oh, you know, that right. was the going rate when I started. But now, for some reason, just just within the last few months, stuff is you know everything is starting at like fifteen bucks. Yeah, and then kind of going up from there. So I, I don't I don't know why, but. Well, a big so what I've noticed, especially Joe and even in the He-Man community, um, is as there's a lull in new product, is people start trying to go back and fill in those gaps, you know. And so the shit that you're just like, why are you buying this? Like no one wanted this a year ago, but people are just like jonesing for something new from their line you know i've definitely been seeing a lot of people like offering their whole entire collection you know carded sealed collection the whole entire thing for sale as well that's yeah i've seen at least four or five auctions pop up you know for someone who wants to get into it and just be done you know yeah i just don't know why i mean i guess money you're just done with joe or something but I mean, they're never going to, well, I shouldn't say never, but they're probably never going to do something like this again, you know, Mm -hmm. or at least to the extent that they've done it, like producing almost every figure up to 93, you know, it it would be like people selling off their whole classics collection because they're like, oh, they'll get back to doing that eventually. Like, no, probably never, ever again, you know, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely, shout out to Joe. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for for doing that. That really helps me out. Like I said, nine more left, and I'm done. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, and Lotus is super responsive on Facebook. So if you're at a show, um, so he's looking for foils. Uh, uh, so those are pretty semi hard to find already. So if you see some foils and you're at a show. Post on Facebook. I mean, usually you'll you'll respond within an hour, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, absolutely. So. Yeah, there's only just only a handful I need. I need uh, Flint Buzzer, uh, Sergeant Stalker, Shipwreck Duke without the American flag, Gung Ho, Storm Shadow, no camouflage, uh, Cobra Air Trooper, and Snake Eyes. Uh, just the one that he's holding the gun, not the commando. Not the, yeah, not yeah, the just ninja. the commando. Yep, not the ninja. That's it. I'm done. So of those, the ones I think that I may still have are the Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, which are going to be two of your harder ones. So like I say, I I got another toy show coming up uh, the first part of June, so in a couple weeks, and I'm going to try to dig through some of my older stuff. So hopefully I'll come across those. Cool. Cool. Um, All right. Anything else? Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I did, uh, I did another video of a, of a train set. I don't know. I know you've been busy with school, oh, but, uh, no, I watched that because I did you? wanted oh, that. Cool. I've wanted that train set so yeah. bad for so long. God, yeah, me too. And you're, so that was sealed before you opened it. It, it was not sealed. Okay. It, it was not sealed. It was open, but it virtually didn't look like it was really touched um every everything was really really minty and all of the pieces were there every single instruction manual all of the certificates from 1986 i mean it was just really really cool to to kind of go through that whole entire kit 
Yeah, and what's crazy is I guess I never realized that the little minifigs weren't like actual characters, that they were just yeah, like not. generic bots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're just literally like generic little minicons, and they didn't even take the time to, you know, make Decepticons or Autobots. They literally just remolded them in a different color. They just put them in a different color. Oh, and it, they're it, even the same bots? Yeah, yeah they're, the, they're the same. I mean, there's only six different molds, and they just dipped it into a different color. Oh, and so they only, even the Decepticons yeah. that have tin, so they're repeats, some of them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, it's just they just really gave scary. you, yeah, they gave you a whole bunch of um, Decepticons in like a turquoise color, and then the Autobots are silver, which is stupid. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, yeah. You would I, think you would do orange or red for Autobots and then purple for Decepticons. Like, it makes no sense. It's a licensed product, so I don't understand, you know? Why they went, well, I, I bet you anything, those were molds like available at a factory or yeah, something. They're just probably, like, but yeah, why wouldn't they do them in the colors like that? When you were doing your review, I was working on a project, so I wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like a TV show I was watching, it was on in the right. background, but uh, <laughs> but you're just like, why, why yeah. would you do this? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I got down right on the floor and set the camera up and had that close-up shot of the train going around the track. It was cool. I mean, it really takes you back to a kid, you know, just kind of playing around with trains and stuff. It's neat, you know? That was that was cool. So the one thing I didn't get, so you said you were on carpet. Was your carpet, like, bubbled up? Is that why... Why it's the, just a really thick pile. It was just a real thick pile of carpet. So uh, the, the 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 play mat or the it was it's like a board, but it's not as thick as like board game board. So it's mm, a little bit thinner than that. Okay. Um. So it just didn't have. It just didn't lay as. My, the carpet is very squishy. So as the train went around, it kind of pushed on a little bit. So, but yeah, it's still, uh, still, uh, it, it was fun. And the, the best thing about trains is I, I don't know if anyone, uh, has ever experienced this, but you know, when, when you turn that on the electricity, you know, goes, you know, through the rails and it's just a, it's, it's a brushed, you know, it's a brushed motor, kind of like the way a drill motor works. And, uh, you just smell that static electricity <laughs> and that brings you, that triggers something in your head that if you ever play with trains when you were a kid, you know, you instantly, it takes you right back just for that smell, you know, wow. it's neat. Hell yeah. I, I was just going to say that one's, that one's high on my list of Transformers collectibles. Yeah. It's, it's neat, but I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did get bored after probably watching it for 35, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes around in circles so you know it didn't the, the excitement didn't last that long <laughs> awesome so anything else nah no nah, that's that's it oh, i'm so proud of you yeah <laughs> even without a job i i got a bunch of stuff <laughs> Not, i shouldn't All say right. it i shouldn't say a bunch of stuff but i got some stuff um Let's see. Uh, I hit up my true a couple weeks ago, and uh, because I I saw online that people were finding new product there. I think it was oh maybe not Dave. Maybe it was the toy not toy world order, but uh, that new toy smell. But uh, uh, they got uh, these little uh, 
uh, video game building kits. Oh, so yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's literally the scale of a minifigure. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, my hard bone headmaster is actually playing asteroids right now. Cool. Um, I really wanted Qbert and space invaders, but all they had was asteroids and breakout. So I, I grabbed the asteroids, um, really cool for four bucks. Like you can't go wrong. A little fucking minifigure sized, um, arcade game. So I was excited yeah. about that. And, and it was, uh, uh, when I went action figures had gone up to 15, but it was still five, but Hey, that was 5% yeah, off. Too. Yeah, sure. Um, I found the, uh, uh, black series porgs. So from the oh. from the Star Wars movie, what, what was the size of the box? I know we talked about oh, that yeah. you know, being at a ten dollars uh, price point. How does it look like on? How does it look on the shelf? Or? I think I yeah I already put it with my boxes, but uh, the box was. Let me see. Oh, I have a ruler here. Perfect. Uh, the box was maybe four inches tall. And oh, wow. three inches wide. So it was... Dang. So it, that's like hard to see, like in the midst yeah, of all the other figures. Yeah, and it was just sitting on a shelf underneath the pegs, you yeah. know? And it, uh, Those are 10 bucks for a pair of those? No, or? Uh, six bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, at, at 10 bucks, I wouldn't have done it because one <laughs> is literally just a static one that's like i guess kind of nesting it looks like a it looks like a nesting doll you know that kind of pear shape but the other one is he he has legs and then his uh his wings are universal joints so that ball hinge universal Mm. uh so yeah i mean just little cute things that i put in my car um for a while because now that i don't have an office my car has become my little place where I put toys because <laughs> I spend an hour in my car every day going back and forth from school. So, <laughs> and my lunch, I spend my lunch in my car to redo. Oh boy. All, all the, all the younger people in the fucking class make fun of me because they all like, not, I shouldn't say they all, but a lot of them will go out to lunch and stuff like that. And I just don't have the money to, I don't know how they have the money to either, but, uh, uh, they make fun of me cause I go to my car and I read my paper they're like you could go read your old man paper in your <laughs> old man truck i'm like yep that's what i'm gonna do they they don't know that i'm also getting stoned in my truck so <laughs> I, i'm still cooler than them <laughs> or more of a drug addict i guess however you want to look at it can't make it through a day of school without getting high in the middle oh man but <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, something I never do is I bought a blind bag and, um, it was the Jurassic Park blind bags. Uh, they're kind of cool. They're, uh, they're, uh, dino figures that are kind of like the old school ones, but more modern sculpting. And then they have like one or two points of articulation. Uh, so my, my dino focus is stegosauruses. So what was cool is they didn't put any like inner cardboard or anything. So literally, mm. I mean, it did. It took me like 10 minutes and feeling like 20 bags, but yeah. you can feel for the shape of the dinosaur and a stegosaurus cool. is pretty fucking easy. 
So yeah, the the the, the larger hump with the the, the, the points all over. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I got that. Um, oh, I haven't done. I haven't updated my toy tracking. Um, oh yeah, that's not on. Or is it on there? Yeah. So I mentioned blackout last time. Um, I went to Dollar Tree uh, just because it's next to my liquor store, and I found these cool one dollar like uh, the old school legends. I guess they call them legions now. Uh, one dollar uh like gobot style transformation uh minifigures mm-hmm. and it's cool there's a jet there's a uh like a some kind of uh uh a uh, 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 military vehicle that launches to er, would launch two big old missiles. There's a tank. And then the one that I especially liked, and didn't I bring this in? Yeah, it's right here, is they have a battleship. And again, the articulation is absolutely awful on the, I mean, it's even worse than GoBots. But again, for like a buck, and the alt modes are actually pretty good on them. You know, the bots are awful, but... Uh, so yeah, that was cool. And I went there because, uh, engineer nerd on our, on our group had pointed out that Dollar Tree had $1 Lego plates. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious. I have tons of official Lego plates and then Mrs. McFavorite, uh, that's kind of one of her go-to stocking stuffers is she'll buy me like uh, KO plates off of Amazon and stuff. Um, but they're actually pretty good. I mean, the, the grip is really good. Um, they're nice and thick, you know, um, can you explain that to me? Are you talking about the actual bases or like, are you just talking about how these are one by one pieces or what are these? No. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're the flat. So a plate is a flat, is a flat surface in Lego talk. And these are okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So these are 16 by 16 plates. So what do you, what do you use it for? Do you just put it down on the table and then put minifigures on it? Then? Yeah, I mean, what, exactly. what is it? Okay. It, okay. It's, it's like a, it's like a display stand or a, or a fucking, yeah. Okay. Like a figure stand. Uh, where I'll put, or, you know, it could be whatever you want. That's the magic of Lego. There you uh, go. But my little, uh, I, I built a little brickhead, the last Lego building that the very last Lego building thing we'll ever do at a fucking Toys R Us. I built yeah. a little brickhead on it of me. And so he's chilling on the plate right now. Um, let's see. Oh, probably my most exciting purchase was, um, just a couple days ago, I hit target and I thought I had seen all of the Jurassic park, um, stuff, but they made a three and three quarter Jurassic park Jeep. And I didn't, I didn't see that in toy fair or anything. It's made by matchbox because matchbox Mm. has the license um and it is really nice it's a it's like a little small for 25th anniversary joes but like vintage joes look perfect in them you know hmm. the the traditional three and three quarter joes look good four inch is just 
just a little bit big. It, it'll work, but uh, just as pretty straightforward. The only action figure on, or action feature on it is it has a a winch that can be pulled out. That's cool. Um, but yeah, but it was only like 15, 16 bucks. I was like, hmm. oh, yeah, I can't pass that up, you know? Um, and I, oh, the set that I, that I had teased on the last show, I got this in from China. I got the, uh, Siege on Cybertron set. That, oh. That was that shared exclusive that pre-sold out and I'm like, and they're like, Oh, you know, there's all these rumors we talked about that. Oh, they're going to do more. And I had written to BBTS. We talked about it on the show that they're like, yeah, we don't ever comment on whether we're going to get stuff or not, you know? And so, uh, when I couldn't get my tiger force roadblock with that, uh, last 20% off sale, uh, that's what I got instead so even from china i got it uh 93 bucks shipped so even seven bucks less than retail um and the main reason why i did it is because this show that's coming up um it's really transformers heavy like it's a bunch of transformers guys it's lots of third party um all i wanted is the stupid pounce out of that set I paid $93 for pounds. Um, <laughs> but the hope is, is that I'll make my money back selling off the, selling off the, the import style prime, the depth charge, the metal Hawk. Um, I don't even want the headmaster. The headmaster is, uh, ah, oh God, he's white and turquoise something wing. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but even the headmaster, I don't want out of it. So literally all I wanted was pounds <laughs> and I didn't want to order the Japanese sets. I wanted the American sets. Uh, not that the, uh, Decepticon clones are as bad as the Autobot clones in the import set, but so my clones are done. That's all I care about. And hopefully I'll make my, my, even if I can make fucking, even if I pay twenty bucks for this little Legends figure, I'll be fine with it. But um, oh, cool! Yeah, it, Thunderwing. Thunderwing is a is a huge character. Yeah, Thunderwing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. In, in the comics at least. Yeah. yeah so, but again, hmm. I just don't have a connection to him. So you'd uh, have a connection to him if you were if I read my pretenders. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Is Thunderwing (laughs) a pretender? Yes, sir. Very solid. I realize that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, God, I could. What sucks is uh, because I'm just not buying very many toys, Mrs. McFavorite actually allows me to keep them in the living room. So I can't see if I bought anything else, but I think that's it. If I can't remember, it obviously wasn't that important. Um, all right. Listener feedback and questiones here. Uh, first up, Mark, or I should say first and only up, Mark uh, posted <laughs> a few questions here for us. Uh, if you're not familiar, Mark in our group, he's from Down Under, and he's a big Lego collector. He says, as a collector of Lego comics and a few other odds and ends, I've always wanted a complete collection of mask vehicles, but haven't 
started yet due to space and cash. So I ask, is there anything you would like to collect but haven't started for whatever reason? And I think, I mean, for you, it's Lego, right? Like that's something you haven't started because it'll be too much of a rabbit hole, right? Yeah, I mean, Lego, I mean, if we're talking like vintage stuff, I would say I would love to have a complete collection of Battle Beasts, but it's just too expensive. It's just, it's just too expensive. And there's too many, you know, I've even looked at the Yeah, because there's like 86 of them or something like that. But there's... Yeah, but there's like more than that because there's all kinds of like like they they had variants and I I mean I'm not a variant collector but you know you're you're obviously not going to get them sealed on card at this point mm-hmm. um, you know they'd all be loose but even loose they're like fifteen dollars each so it's just you know to get a collection these auctions on eBay that have like full sets you know and and then. The, the rub signs are not they don't always work anymore and that yeah. that was the charm is to is to have you know the fire the 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 water the wind i mean that was that was the charm of them so i mean i kind of i had battle beasts as a kid and that's you know uh, i don't know that that's that's definitely that would be my next area of collecting if i were to collect something would be battle beasts interesting so not a not an issue of space just of cost yeah, not a space. It, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I could set up a really nice display with with Battle Beast. So, in place um, of one stat. See, now this is so. So this is where I guess I come in, and and I don't I don't always mean to single you out because I don't I don't <laughs> like when people say, oh yeah, you're you're you know you don't have a job and you're broke, but yet you have you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of toys everywhere. But so you could sell one statue and that Mm -hmm. would give you enough space and money, right? Like if you sold one quarter scale, but Uh you just don't have any statues that are on the chopping block at all. I do. Um, I do. I do. But, um, you really have to, I guess it's a fear of going through the hassle of selling something on eBay or selling something on a forum. And I'm just always scared of that whole PayPal thing. So, you know, I'm just, there's too many people out there that are, that want to, they want to rip you off. So it's, to me, I'd rather keep it and enjoy it than to try to sell something and, you know, totally lose the, the piece, you know? Yeah. So um, if it's a local sale, then that would be one thing. But uh, I haven't, I haven't posted anything locally, you know. But I guess that's definitely an option that I could try to do, you know. But yeah, I do. I do have at least two statues that I'd be interested in selling. And I'll tell you what, I for my last project, I actually made a. So my second project in my cohort was a. The title was "Find Your Toys." And it was literally a search engine aggregator where um, it's not ready for prime time yet, but it allows you to choose the sites. I don't know if people remembered. I asked, "Hey, what are your t- what's your favorite websites mm-hmm. for toys?" Yeah. So mm-hmm. it'll allow you to choose the sites you want to search and then run a Google search against them, and then you can save those searches and delete them and update them all the cool stuff uh my latest one my project three was called sell your toys 
and uh, and it's a fucking BST application that's mobile oh, cool. friendly and shit. So I'd hmm. actually, um, again, it's not quite ready yet for prime time, but I would love to try it out just in the group. You know, see if people in the group post some stuff. Uh, one of the things that isn't complete yet that I need to have done is <clears throat> being able to locate your items by distance. So you can say, I'm only interested in items that are within 30 miles of me and have mm-hmm. it return that. So once I get that ready, I, I really do want to roll it out to the group. I, I do have this vision for a ver- a toy basically an uh, eBay Craigslist kind of hybrid, but that's only toys. So you don't have to do all these filters to, you know, filter out pajamas and wheels and, you know, shit like that, um, that I would love to just do on a small scale where we all trust one another. It's not, you know, some guy coming in trying to rip people off or something. Um, so I'll, I'll keep everybody apprised of that because I agree. I, even in my financial situation, I still turned down $2,000, offers for that fucking Millennium Falcon because these people have 10 feedbacks, you know? Yeah. And like you said, you know, and that's, that's the whole problem is you just don't know what their motive is. Yeah. You know, it, it, it could look like they're paying you and it's instant payment and this and that. And then you know, 20 days down the road, they file a claim against you. And now you have to fight for, you have to fight to get your piece back because you already shipped it. And then they don't care. They might throw it in the box. And, you know, for me with statues, it's just super fragile. So if you don't know what you're doing to pack stuff up, you know, I mean, there's, you'd be surprised. It's very difficult to repack a statue. There's a lot of stuff you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. If the, if the styrofoam halves are not compressed, right, those pieces are going to rattle around You, you. It's all about compression and placing those pieces exactly in the fitted styrofoam molds, you know? So, yeah, it's, yeah, so I, I would rather just I would rather just hang on to it, you know, just yeah. hang on to the piece and just, uh, you know, maybe it's not something that I really uh, am excited about anymore, but it's still still a very nice piece. So, but um, yeah. So for me, I think uh, Dino Riders is a big oh, one. Yeah. Is, oh yeah, you know you you can get some of the more common pieces that. Grant relatively reasonable prices, still very, very expensive. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, now that we talked about it, was it? It was you, bone right? But, yeah, yeah the Bone Age. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah very so cool. That, that would be another one high on my list. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so crazy that like two months ago I discovered a vintage toy line, or I didn't <laughs> discover. You exposed me to a vintage toy line that now is probably in my top five of wanted collectibles if i were to ever do a mass sell-off and try wow. to condense or something that's it's pretty cool it's yep. pretty cool yep the power the power of the podcast in our group man um all right uh does anyone have does anyone else get such a backlog of unopened toys that you take a day off just to sit and play I have some leave coming up in two weeks, and I intend to spend my week not being an adult and just building Lego. I, <laughs> your work ethic is a little... Well, uh, your job demands that you be there too much, right? 
to just yeah. have a day where you just crack open five GoBots in one shot. Yeah, plus you know, plus on call and stuff, it's it's really difficult to to truly you know get away sometimes um, unless I actually take a, you know an official vacation. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I don't really have anything. I've never had. Uh, that big of a uh, backlog, right? Because you yeah, deal see, and with I, higher end, and I really try not to. I, I have to admit, I have had like two or three things come in at once, and for me, it totally ruined the experience. And I think I've talked about that before, yeah. but I don't have that happen to me very often. Um, even even when I do get a statue that I've waited, you know, a year, year and a half to produce, um, it, it it's a very slow process for me, you know, of, of unboxing. I, I'm trying to do it all on camera as well, just so I can, you know, get my initial impressions out there. Um, but uh, it's a slow process. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I definitely like if I if if I get a, if I get a statue in, I'm not going to do it like after. I'm not going to open it up after work. You know, it has yeah. to be something where I do have you know a full like day a Saturday. To, exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if I was into Lego, I, I'm I'm with. I think I think that's a great idea. You know, um, if I if I had some building sets and I just wanted to kind of sit down, get away from everything, and just relax, I, I kind of. I can kind of understand where Mark is coming from, you know, with that, because I feel that that would be real relaxing to just kind of sit down and build something. I tell you, that roller coaster set that yeah. is still <laughs> on my radar, and I, I don't own any Lego, but I just found out that that's that's motorized. I didn't know it actually works. Oh shit! I didn't realize that either. So huh. it's not just gravity. It's a motorized piece that literally takes you up and then gravity pulls you down. It really functions like a real roller coaster. That, oh, God damn it. No, that's <laughs> it's available for a pre-order it, right now it, for VIP. Members. For VIP. It, it opened up today, right? Or yeah. yesterday? Yeah, I think so, it was yesterday. And VIP is yeah. just a free membership. I mean, so <laughs> if you really were, oh, I didn't realize it was motorized. Damn it. Yeah. All right, that may be my my celebratory purchase. <laughs> Three hundred eighty bucks, and it's like four thousand pieces. I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm scared to, you know, get into that. And then I'm gonna want. It comes with like sixteen minifigures by itself. Oh, like, Lord. It comes with it even comes with a guy oh. who's got the face that wants to yak all over the place. <laughs> it's uh, it, it comes with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but people are complaining that there's a lot of stickers, so I guess that's not really. I guess people don't like stickers in the community. Lego, Lego. Yeah, Lego collectors don't like. Yeah. My daughter doesn't want a Lego set unless it comes with stickers. But yeah, <laughs> I she gets so mad when we build Lego together, and it's uh, and it's my set because I'm like, no. She's like, I just want to put your stickers on. I'll take them off. I'm like, no. I do not want stickers on my Lego. And this is where the cheapness comes in is like in 20 years, I can sell those fucking sticker sheets unused, you know, right. if, if they hold up, you know? So I'm like, no, I don't want you to put stickers on there. Cause I don't like stickers on my Legos. So, okay. So here's a question for Mark. Do you sticker your Legos? And here's the second question for Mark. Um, 
I've I've never put it together. Um, maybe he's done enough Lego builds or thought about it. Um, I'm curious. So Legos cost about ten cents a piece. That's how you can always figure out how big a set mm-hmm. is or how much it's going to cost. I'm curious if Mark knows how much time. Like, what does a hundred piece set take? So then, if you have a four hundred piece set does that just take four times as long i'm curious if he's ever given that thought because i haven't i think i mean i think it's going to come down to experience as well so someone who hasn't touched legos in a long time or has never actually you know followed the blueprint of what they have you know i mean if you're a kid usually you just play with legos literally just you know open them up spill them all over the place and start building but you know, for all these these sets, we're talking about you know specific instructions, and so I don't know. Yeah, and well, I don't know. Is it is it something that you want to rush through? Is is it, is it more well, of a no, relaxing I, thing? And, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like let's see if you can set a record. I'm just saying mm-hmm. on average, if you build a hundred piece set, it takes you an hour. Does that mean a four hundred piece set takes you four hours? Like if if he's ever had any correlation, because I haven't thought much about that, but I'm sure it is a thing where there's a kind of average time per piece, you know, kind of thing. Like it takes 38 seconds per piece on average to build the set kind of thing. So um, for me, my in- 95% of my collection is a backlog. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the truth. Now, I have a very specific section that I'm looking at right now, a corner. Um, so what do I have over there? I have Power of the Primes, Rodimus. I have my Studio Series Blackout. I've got some Voltron Lions. Um... Yeah, I've got it. I mean, I've got it. My fucking my masterpiece Soundwave. I pre-ordered that, so I got it as soon as it came out. My masterpiece Soundwave is in that pile. Uh, You've you've never opened that? No, it's it's in my back. It's in my backlog. You know, crazy. Um, now granted it's a lot more expensive, but I'm like, huh, should I do the toy color one? Because I like the toy color one much better. Um, but you mean uh, you like, wait, 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 wait. you mean the, you, the dark, did you say sound wave or did you say shockwave? You said, you said shockwave, right? Not sound wave. I might've said sound wave, but yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. I, but you I did meant shockwave. shockwave. No, okay, my, yeah, okay, my shockwave or my, see there. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, my sound wave. No, that got opened the, okay. the day after I bought it or something. <laughs> I was going to say, how can you keep excited. that guy in the box? <laughs> no, he, he's focused. Well, and I guess to a certain extent, shockwaves focused too. Hi. We're finishing the one we started two weeks ago. <laughs> We've been waiting for Vern, and Vern's like, yeah, I could do it tonight, and then he didn't show up again. We've been waiting for Vern for two weeks? Yeah, we've been waiting for Vern for two weeks. <laughs> Hi, guys! It's just, it's it's just, just me. Lotus. <laughs> Hi, Lotus! <laughs> oh, it's funny. Did she go with you to help decorate? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Hi, baby! Can I have a kiss? Why do you rush at me like that? We're going to break each other's teeth one day. (laughs) What did I say about that sound? Uh Uh-oh. Get out of here. 
<laughs> yeah, you're lucky. My lion's going to poke you in the butt. I told you I was going to start spanking you when you made that sound. <laughs> Little Miss McFavorite has found it fun to start making cat hiss, or not start, to get obnoxiously repetitive with making cat hissing it's sounds. It's a new form of talking back. Yeah. Yeah, it's a form of uh-huh. talking back. So. Oh, wow. She's it's about to start getting... So she gets lots of warnings, and then eventually we get to the point where it's no warnings, it's straight spankings. Like, you do something, there's no questions asked, we just walk up to you and spank you. Whatever, whatever happened to the whatever happened to that peep? Didn't we talk about the peep that that she wanted to eat, and then it was your peep? And did that ever? Is that peep still around? No, she eventually got to eat that peep. She got it. Yeah, oh, you gave in. You gave in. Yeah, my. What's up, Ben? Oh, that's fine. You don't. I yeah. There's still plenty of food. So maybe he'll cut out the part where where Mackenzie said, "Ew, you farted, Bob." <laughs> yeah, as she's standing, going into my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Need that one in. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, so. Yeah, Shockwave's kind of a focus character for me, too. But, uh, yeah, my backlog is insane. I mean, literally, there is only 5% of my collection I want to I want to have in box. But because I either don't have space for it or, you know, because I'm like you. Um, oh, his question was, do you take a day off? I do do that, though. Like, um, I ship my pile of loot right before my birthday and I always take my birthday off. So my birthday is spent opening anywhere from three to six or seven toys from my pile of loot. Um, and yeah, my personal health days, uh, that I take from work, that's what I do. Like I do things that I don't do around my family. I, watch zombie movies i get drunk all day and i open toys all day (laughs) you know like that's that is the epitome of uh slick mcfavorite's personal health days from work or not personal uh mental health days from work there you go so and then uh last one was a joke but i love it i mean mcdonald's or kfc um uh I don't know. I guess um, I, I guess McDonald's. I'd probably like if we're talking like a breakfast sandwich or um, riddle. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't eat a whole lot of McDonald's. But if I if I were to get something, I'd probably just go to McDonald's and grab something. I guess. Um, so if I was rich, it would be KFC. But KFC is too expensive. I, I, over a dollar for a piece of chicken is just too much in my opinion. Um, so I'm a McDonald's guy mainly because of cost, but I like both of them. I grew up with KFC and McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's for like a year and a half in college. And most people that turns them off, like they never want to eat at a place they worked at again. Oh, I fucking loved it, man. I made, I made like 
double chicken Big Macs and, you know, like all kinds of crazy shit. So, so what's the what's the truth about the McRib? I mean, it's it looks like a it looks like a rib. It's but just, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's just pressed meat. Like if anyone's kidding themselves, it, it is it is mechanically separated. So they cut all the good meat off and sell that to somebody else. Right. Then they have little robots that pick bones clean, take all that meat and press it into a patty. Like Miss oh, McFavor used to love the McRib, and now she is. She just will. It's just like smoking. Like one day she's just like, oh, I hate cigarettes. And now she hates them with a passion. We used to be a McDonald's couple. Like that would be our go-to on the way downtown to go partying and shit like that. And now like one day she's just like McDonald's isn't real food. And now she won't eat anything there. Did she she watch one of those documentaries? We had Um, already watched those, like Super Size Me and fucking Food Inc. We had already yeah, Food Inc. was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Now, if you're if if Mark was going to give me a choice between McDonald's or Burger King, for me, I would say Burger King. Um, I just Mm -hmm. think the Whopper tastes a little bit better. I don't know. It's just the 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 flame broil of I guess. Whatever the flame broiled machine is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it well, seems it's, like it's the flavor that they put on it. Yeah. yeah. It does run through a flame machine. I, I saw I saw a documentary on it. It does run through a flame machine, but that's not what puts the marks on it or the dark color or anything <laughs> like that. All that shit is on that burger before it gets to a burger king. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so crazy the stuff we eat. And yeah. I, I stay away I stay away from that stuff. But yeah. um, and the only thing I'll get probably from McDonald's would be like a coffee or or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a it's an interesting question. Um, oh, so now Mark needs to answer that one too. So. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't actually answer it, so no. we don't. We don't know. Um, that's what. Okay. Well, no, I'm not going to put any more stipulations on our questions because we hardly get any. As it is. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. new stipulation: you need to answer your no. own question when you no. send it. To us. We won't get any questions then. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Um, but it, Mark, I mean, I guess he answered his one. Do you take a day off? Because he said that's what he's going to do, and he did say he would do mask. So yeah. The only one he didn't answer was McDonald's KFC, and that was more of a joke one anyways. All right, grab bag. Um, Star Wars Resistance. I'm I'm fucking excited for this. I'm more excited for this than I am the Solo movie. Um, so this is an anime-inspired new uh, series coming out. That is going to uh, focus on the fighter pilots of the resistance. Hmm. Um, so again, anime art. I'm all I'm all down with anime style art. Um, love it so much. Uh, let's see. We'll feature alongside Ace Pilots. Uh, oh, it's going to be. It's going to have. Uh, oh. It said somewhere where it takes place prior to the Force Awakens, but obviously after after uh, Return of the Jedi. So, 
Um, I've seen a couple, uh, I don't think, yeah, this one doesn't have any. I've seen a couple like little 10 seconds animations, uh, tests from it and it looks really good. Um, it's from Dave Filoni. So he's the guy that, uh, brought us, uh, Clone Wars and then Rebels. He is pretty much the de facto, uh, Star Wars animation guy, um, worked under and with Lucas for a long time. So, um, he continues to say he tries to bring Lucas's vision of what Star Wars should be, um, to these, to these projects. So I'm excited for this. It'll be on, uh, Disney XD and the Disney channel. So cool. Uh, uh, why is this not working? What, the power of the primes? So you know what I love about my Mac is the two-finger swipe back and Oh, you like that now, huh? I love it. Yeah, now that I've gotten a little bit more used to it, I like it. Um, Power of the Primes, and they're actually on episode three now. This is how long this is. <laughs> I had to update these the day before we recorded to include episode one, because they posted that, and now we're on episode three. Um, again, there's lovers and haters of this. Um, I actually like it. Uh, this introduces... Uh, so this one is all about... Um, or I shouldn't say it's all about, but it introduces all of the animal bots, for lack of a better word. So we've got Predaking, we've got the Dinobots, it's teased Optimus Primal. Um, So this is going to be kind of how they wrap some of those other combiners and things that they have made for the toy line into the storyline. Um, I liked the Dinobots, uh, very G1-esque, um, personalities were very G1. They had a different backstory, which, uh, I can really care less. I'm, I'm done concerning myself with backstories and stuff. Just give me cool toys and characters yeah. I semi-remember. Uh, have you watched this at all? No, no, I haven't. Really? No. Just no. did you watch the other two series? No. <laughs> no. You could just nope. put your laptop on your TV. It's like an hour and a half. It's like a little mini Transformers movie. That's I know. Every I time I get agree. every time we talk about it, I forget about it and <laughs> I just totally do not I just don't think about it. I don't know what it is, but uh I I don't know. I guess just the just the thought of hooking up the laptop or, you know, doing all that. I mean, I could do it from the phone, too. I just, I forget. I just totally forget about it. It's just not something that uh, I feel, you know what, you know what it is? I think, I think I read too many of the negative comments from everyone. And then I just, I just say, ah, well, everyone says it sucks. So I'll just be like, whatever. And I, like, I don't have enough interest to watch it to begin with. And then I Mm -hmm. see all these, these negative comments. I'm like, eh, well, whatever. And I just kind of forget about it. You know, it's not something you know, like the toys that made us, that's on my mind, you know, but yeah, because everybody but, says it's amazing. Yeah. And, that, and and I, I loved it, you know, but I don't know this, uh, I guess, but yeah, I mean, I, I, sh- I should watch this one because like you said, it does have G1, G1-esque, uh, Dinobots and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And the biggest surprise, the 
biggest thing that caught me by surprise was Adam Paulus. He's uh, he is, works for Entertainment Earth. He does the Entertainment Earth podcast. If you don't know him, super cool guy. His blogs every day about toys. I mean, he has he has over a thousand Star Wars figure reviews. He has uh, a toy of the day, which is over a thousand now. Like he's just prolific. Um, and what I like about him is he's kind of like me. He's, he's a positive toy collector. He finds the good in things. He likes things because they're toys, not because they're collectibles and that kind of shit. It, it caught me off guard that he's like, it's really awful. And I refuse to watch it. I'm like, yeah. God, I just, I don't, it's not good. Like I will literally say it's not good, but it's animated G1 Transformers. You know, like I'm, yeah. I still like yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but it's on a uh, go90.com. Um, if you wait long enough, they'll eventually uh, publish them to YouTube. You can actually watch uh, Combiner Wars and Titans Return on YouTube right now. So you can, uh, uh, well, even Go Ninety will will play every episode right through. Uh, but yeah, just put them. It's it's a fucking it's a it's a Transformers cartoon movie. Now it's not like the '86 movie, but it's. I'll tell you what, it's fucking definitely better than every movie except for the first Bay movie. You know, I'll say mm, that. Interesting. So, I guess uh, I guess I'm I'm just uh, I'm kind of a little jaded. I'm just kind of waiting for some continuation of Transformers Prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Prime was one of those beautiful things. It's kind of like G.I. Joe Renegades, where it was interesting character development, good story, you know, progressed progressed at a good pace, and then just kind of got... Well, with Prime, they junked the shark with the Beast Hunters. Yeah, I don't know why with, they did that Beast crap, but... Yeah, it's because it's, it's just a ad for toys that's all i know that's i know all but it was this shit is, yeah i know, know but it was you know the, the the writing was pretty you know adult oriented yeah. so that's really what uh what was impressive about it so. uh cool let's see uh masters of the universe has new did i put directors is there two? Oh yeah uh, I thought they already had. I thought they already had directors for this. Dude, this is they've had five different directors for oh. this movie so far. Like over over the last ten years, it's had five different directors and just never. Got I mean, what does that what does that say? What what does that tell us? <laughs> that tells us that it's just it's a mess, and are people leaving or like no. what is what is the problem? I think you sign on to do something like at least this is what I've seen and I don't follow movie news. So if somebody else can clarify this, but basically, so you're interested in a project, you sign on to do it, but it's not ready to go yet. Like mm -hmm. the script needs to be re the script needs to be written. They need to figure it out in their production calendar and all this. And you're like, I'm not going to sit here for nine months while you figure out when I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to move on to my next project. You know, mm. like, like, I mean, the way I kind of understand it with actors and directors is, 
Um, if you really want to do something, yeah, maybe you sit and wait for a year for it to be ready. But for the most part, especially if you're hot, you know, like you move on. Like John Chu was one of the original directors and he signed on right after like, uh, the Justin Bieber documentary that he did. So he was, he wasn't really that known. And then he did, he did, uh, GI Joe two. And then he did some other movie and he got big and he's like, I'm not going to wait around to do masters. And he bailed on, yeah. it, you know? Mm. So, um, these guys are Aaron knee and Adam knee. Uh, let's see. Uh, break. Let's see. It was revealed escape artists. It's been so long since I read this now. Uh, was revealed. The film went through. Blah blah blah. Yeah, McGee was on it, and he moved on. Chris Mill or uh, Lord and Miller, the people that got kicked off of the Han Solo movie, but did the insanely popular Lego movie. They mm. they moved on from it. Uh, Dave Goyer was the last one, and he moved on to it, moved on from it. Uh. Oh, wow. James Gunn was even originally slated to do this. Um, and he did Slither, which is an amazing, uh, like, monster movie and super. And then, of course, went on to do the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like, they just... It is It is either the... It is either the... Um, uh, movie house or it's Mattel that just can't fucking get their act together on this. I was just wondering, I just wondering if, you know, when, once these directors make it big, you know, like once you, once you have a guardians of the galaxy behind your belt, is it something where you don't want to tarnish your reputation? So that could be true too. You know, that could be true. You may be getting, Taking whatever job you can until you're in demand. Exactly. You're like, I'm you're like fuck this up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put my name against some, you know, team man. <laughs> 80s, 80s cartoon movie. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see what, what goes on here. Um, these guys... Uh, uh, these guys haven't done anything... The... Uh, the Last Romantic and Band of Robbers. Uh, the latter one helped them make a name. I'm not one for like crime, like heist movies. Uh, so I have no idea what that is. Um, and now it's with Sony. I thought it was with Paramount before. So I don't know if it moved studios. Um, but it says Sony's had a couple successes with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which was really good. I liked it. And Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, that is a good movie. Like, I I was completely against it. Mrs. McFavor and I love the original Jumanji. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is I just don't like, I don't, so it doesn't ruin the excitement of the first one because the, the, no. the first one was awesome. You know? No, the first one was the first one was awesome for old people like us. Like I don't, I assume you grew up with the book, right? Like I mm-hmm. had a, I had the book when I was a kid, and I loved the book. That the the artist that he also did Polar Express, like that artwork is absolutely amazing. 
Um, so I love the first movie. I love Robin Williams, Kirsten Dunst, like fucking, mm-hmm. uh, no, it, it is, it is good by itself and it supports the previous movie. Like oh, it's, it's, it is, it is, it's a sequel. It's not a reboot. So okay. yeah, it, it's worth, it's worth a red box or if you're a Netflixer, it's worth a mm-hmm. Netflix, you know, it, okay, cool. it's worth it. You know, uh, Mrs. McFavor and I enjoyed it much more than Mackenzie did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, let's see. Oh, and then what was this post? Oh, I wanted to include this poster just because I loved it. Um, uh, so we've talked about him before. Mad Duck is a art poster company, kind of. I mean, Mondo's not just posters, but that's where their fame is. Uh, but kind of like Mondo, a limited edition art poster company. Uh, so we're talking about a uh, standard poster, 24 by 36 is $100. Um, hand numbered, limited edition, limited to, oh, it's a fine art, gicle. Um, limited to uh, 250 but uh, I, we've talked about some of them in the past, and I just really wanted to talk about, or I just really wanted to mention this one because it's the Horde, and it looks amazing. You have, you have some uh, classics-only uh, characters. You have Batros, and you have the Horde race. Um, you have some uh, uh, Princess of Power uh, some characters just from the cartoon. So if you're a Horde fan, you know, this, just like those statues, this could be a great centerpiece to a Horde collection displayed underneath it. So which one would you get? There's three different, there's three different versions. So which one would you get? Uh, they, they literally have, so oh, like the guy is... with the eyes that pop out of his head, that's the toy version. So that's pretty cool. He's they got the oh, you know, actual yeah, toy version. Toy version. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, then the Horde Axe, the uh, uh, the bright white one is the Filmation Horde Axe, and that's my favorite Horde Axe. So I think that's the one I'd go with, Cartoon Edition. Hmm. The toy one is cool too. I'm like, but is that the only difference is Mantena? Um, See, that's kind of shitty. That the only difference is Mantena and the Hordak? Yeah. um, I'm trying to do that. Where's Waldo? Oh, oh shit. The toy edition has the big snake coming out of the fright oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i see that Ooh, no i think i'd have to go with the toy edition as much as i love filmation hordak oh what's creep oh yeah Yeah, i did did not yeah i did not notice that because there's some of there's some of my favorite characters that are like completely different between them i didn't even notice that that's insane Mm -hmm. So, anyways, it, don't need to take any more time up. If you're a Horde fan, go look at both posters and do the, do the. What are those called? Like when you circle what's different on one thing compared to the yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool exercise in that. 
Those are the those highlight books, right? The highlights. Oh yeah, highlights was yeah. That's where I did a lot of it. That shit was, yeah. was highlights. I forgot about that. God, what, was the, what was those books with the? They always came with that orange pen, and you would you know you would kind of rub the pen on the paper, and then it would like make stuff change color and fill stuff in like it was. I don't remember. They they used to have a bunch of those like at the convenience store. I know what you're talking about. I never had one because my mom was too cheap to buy <laughs> a three dollar coloring book in the eighties. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, I think it, I think they were expensive. I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, they always had like a white. It was a white with an orange cap, and then it would it would magically you know color in the invisible pages. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Well, my daughter, like, we bought her one of those when she was a little baby just because it doesn't mark anything with color that's not the page. Um, Now she colors amazing, like, the stuff she does. And, of course, just like any parent, I'm like, oh, my God. But uh, she found one of those, and she's like, I want this, I want this. And, like, that's her favorite thing now. I'm like, you're not even coloring it. All you're doing is is scribbling across a page and it makes the colors for you. She's like, it's amazing. I'm did like, you, did you ever show her uh, a spiral graph? Yeah. Well, not a full blown one. We bought a travel one and okay. she, and she enjoyed it for a while. It, it was basically, um, the paper you put behind it was the size of a post-it note. Oh, so it's okay. like a yeah. little, not nearly as cool as a full blown one. Um, yeah, I used to have a lot of fun with that. You know, just the, just making all those those weird weird shapes. That was just so interesting. I mean, that's what we had. You know, isn't yeah. that? Don't you think about that? That's that's Dude, what remember we had. Remember the the wooden maze with the two handles? And oh the yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah. And then uh, one of my favorite ones was. The one that just spun the paper in the middle and you put paint on it in different patterns and it fucking oh, just shot. If yeah. anybody knows the name of that, I, I don't want to Google it. I want to put that out to people. If anyone knows the name of that, that was one of my most favorite ones, dude. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right. Last up here. Uh, ex- uh, Paramount explains their new movie agreement with Hasbro. So... Uh, the, the Paramount license was set to expire, and it got renewed for another five years. Um, it says, uh, in May, uh, Paramount flew into Pawtucket offices of Hasbro, let's see, blah, 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 uh, behind such uh, Paramount franchises of... Uh, Transformers and GI Joe accelerate the growth. Blah blah blah. Company struck a an exclusive five year production and finance deal. Projects include a GI Joe re- reboot as well as movie based on more obscure Hasbro properties such as Mask and Micronauts. So we had heard rumors about that before. So it looks like they finally locked that in. So. Um, oh, and the coolest thing about this article, again, it, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, but we forget to bring it up. Go to OpenYourToys.com, top of the page, there's show notes for everything we're looking at and talking uh, talking about. Um, this article from His Tank shows the timeline for the movies. So, 
Uh, Bumblebee comes out on my birthday this year. I'll probably go see that on my birthday. <laughs> um, and then 2019 says untitled Hasbro action movie, untitled Hasbro action or live action. And then a third untitled Hasbro animation movie. Then G.I. Joe, March 27th, 2020. Octonauts, uh, later that year, in the 16th of October, another animation movie. Um, and if you guys think, oh, the, the My Little Pony movie, it was a good movie. Like, it wasn't Disney, but it was a good animation movie. Um, this is kind of interesting. Dungeons and Dragons, 2021. Um, Paramount Hasbro event film. That's kind of interesting. Another animated movie, live, live action. Um, so basically it shows a bunch of empty spots. And then here are the movies that are to be determined. Mask, Visionaries, which is kind of cool. Action Man, which, meh. And then Stretch Armstrong, meh. Yeah. But... So, I mean, like I say, I make them. I don't care. If, if they don't make them, no one else is. So I'm like, make them. I'll either like them or I won't. I'll either go spend my money there or I won't, you know? Like, all these people are like, oh, God. I'm like, then just don't go see them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, exactly. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have to hurt your soul so much <laughs> alright guys well we've been blathering for a very 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 long time three weeks <laughs> almost Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully uh, we've got to talk but hopefully we'll be uh, putting out another one pretty soon after this but uh, we will hopefully see you sooner rather than later or later rather than sooner
Silence, silence. 